pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It's 0600. What's the O stand for? Oh my God, it's early. Wake me up. Wake me up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake me up. Wake me up. Wake up. Rob Thompson. You don't believe the other way in transition to the top. Oh, oh. Oh. I want some nasty. Rudy J. Cowboys win. How else would you settle this game? How about this, Cowboys? each day as if it were on purpose. I wake up in the morning, I piss excellent. R&R in the morning on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Good morning. Hey, good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. I- I'm disheveled this morning. Nothing's working going for you. My mic's all wobbly. My camera's all sideways. You want to see it, uh, go to our YouTube feed as it's uh, professionally put together. At least uh, the mechanics are. Uh, Comment, like, and subscribe. Please uh, do that on the regular. It's uh, what we are being graded upon. And if you were to do that right now, you'd see Rudy J sitting comfortably uh, on the throne, on the uh, on his throne here. And Easy e uh, sitting on the side. DH is on the side, and we have had this a is the busy, earliest breaking busy morning news ever. And suddenly, <laughs> the earliest. This is an R and R record. We are not accustomed, <laughs> never, to actually breaking news. So everybody, all of our morning crew, uh, pull over the side of the road, honk your horn. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, but uh, celebrate because Rudy, let's break some news. Well, go back down, Ryan. Damn, you want me to read this? What are you doing? What? what, what Come on, what? DH. Bill Belichick won't be New England's coach in 2024, per Ian Rappaport and Tom Pelissero. This is the real accounts. We're not being <laughs> The Patriots are moving on, and so is the greatest coach of all time. So Bill Belichick out as a Patriots coach right after Saban, right after Carroll. Oh, Lord. So did he get fired? Uh, well, it says the Ian Rappaport says the Patriots are moving on. That uh, when I when I hear that, that he, yeah, he was <laughs> he was <laughs> fired. Might not but, be the best word, you know what I mean? It's but only no. it's only seven on the East Coast. Damn, who gets fired at seven in the morning? Like you gotta <laughs> you gotta let you fire me. Cool, fire me at eleven. The studies have shown. <laughs> Don't fire me at seven, even if you know I'm up. Or wait till Friday. <laughs> I mean, wait till Friday at five. Come on. Oh no, I'll. I'll you rather be let go I early almost, in the week? I almost tore nationwide apart for firing me on a Friday well, study, after my shift. Study the show, and then tell, and then they told me, "Don't go to your desk and get your stuff. We'll send it to you." And then didn't send me my iPod. What? Yeah, that my wife had just got a girlfriend at the time. My wife had just bought me. Yeah, they called me in at four thirty. iPod. I'm like, hey, Rudy, let me talk to you real quick. Sure. Wait, what's going on? You know, just got paid. You're gone. You call in too much. <laughs> I, I earned that firing. <laughs> by the way, by the way, it, you know what I mean. It, when you really, when you're older, 
you realize like, yeah, I earned that. <laughs> you know, I, was, I earned that fire. And I was calling in like once every two weeks. Call center life is brutal. <laughs> they need to allow that. <laughs> and, you know, I think San Antonio is a unique city in the world because everybody of a generation in San Antonio, there's a certain age group. Yes. We all spent some time in a call center. <laughs> every yeah. one of us. Dude. I did. Yeah. Yeah. And it is literally the worst job on the planet. Yeah, sorry to those that do it, but yeah. It, it, but at least y'all, it, no. are, but see, y'all, are, y'all are remote now. There's still, I don't care. There's, you, there's, it's as bad as anything else, and you're not treated good enough. No. You, you need days off. I think to, call center life would be better if they go to Monday through Thursday. Give them people Friday and, off and call no one on the West Coast. No, gosh, no. But yeah, Bill Belichick is out. Okay, as so a Patriots head coach. There's so many things to parse on what's going on today. Two legends in as, 24 hours. Rob, as we this say is crazy. goodbye to right. both the professional and collegiate legends, legends, Mount Rushmore types within 24 hours of each other. 24 hours with each other to, to sum up the legacy of. Now, I I think Saban is probably done. I don't see Saban coming back and coaching anywhere. While Belichick, I don't think it's done. I think Belichick and Carroll, and we'll talk about yeah. Carroll, I think both of those guys still want to coach. But when I saw Robert Kraft get his 25-year-old young lady and leave <laughs> leave the yeah. game early, I was like, oh, damn, Bill's gone. It's over. <laughs> you know, Kraft, you know, owners rarely leave early. But I, I wonder what the conversation was like. It was like this, hey, um, so what are you thinking? Well, I think in the draft. Wait, 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 wait. What are you talking about the draft for? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why Kraft, is it your office so back? Kraft's like, what are you thinking? And, well, I'm thinking if we can get this, that, and the third in the draft, I think you know we'll be we'll we'll be better next year. Next year. Well, Bill, I'm gonna have to let you go. Do you, you really think about, he's I, that myopic that he didn't know that it was coming? That no, there wasn't a conversation. No, seriously, I, I wonder if the, what the conversation was like. Was it? Uh, Fire no. me so I get workmen's, you know, so I get, you know, so I get the money. Is it that kind of thing, or uh, I'm not? Don't make me a ceremonial guy up the up the uh, hallway that does all the lunches. I'm not going to be that guy, you know. Although I don't want to be Mister Patriot. I do have a look. I I need Robert Kraft to come out and say Bill decided to move on. I don't think he should have been fired. I think at the very I least, think they, Kraft I think you owe him that. Owes him that. There's I certain do. guys. There's certain. There's certain guys and women. 2024 there's certain men and women that have earned the right to not be fired and, and we, bill is and, one of them and seriously it, it's 7 a.m on the east coast that's not to say that Kraft won't do that today we're, we're early yeah, yeah, on yeah. this, we're, this, this is, is an early report from me and Rappaport that is that uh, that belichick and, and the wording is 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 important because we don't know if he was fired if he resigned well Schefter saying they parted ways. but Schefter is saying they parted okay, that ways, sounds so. better even though that means you're fired yeah I, that sounds better i'm okay with that i don't know how to parse that and I, i'm sure we'll hear from both sides and I, I get the sense it'll be a glowing we love him but it's time to go kind of a situation. okay so this is what i like to call them so which of these head coaches are cats meaning which of them land on the cat always lands on his feet mm-hmm Ten stories, one story. Cat lands on his feet. Belichick land on his feet. Yeah, there, uh, there's seven jobs open. Is somebody going to take him? I, no, I think Belichick go away for a bit. For a bit. Oh, go. He, you I know what? Think... Away from the sideline, he's actually pretty funny. Uh, yeah, he I agree. To, he's not coming to TV, right? You, well, but you have to. Your agent makes you right. Even you, McCarthy did. Well, TV because you have years. to stay relevant. You yeah. have to stay in the owner's eye. So you're yeah. going to have to do a little of that, but don't pay too much attention to it. He's got enough credence to. Do whatever, but if I am someone who is counseling him, I'm like, dude, what you need to do 
is go spend 12 months doing something else. And I don't see, care you, what it is. And you may find out like um, Bill Cower. Yeah. Remember, they, we always thought for like three years when Cower hit TV, we're like, well, Cower, well, Cower, right. well, Cower. And then Cower realized like, dude, I'm making millions of dollars. No stress. And there's life. I'm home. I'm seeing my family every night. This is all right. Or on the other side. It, it happened to Jimmy, too, I think. Well, yeah, well, Jimmy, yeah. You know More than I mean? anybody else, Jimmy got on a boat and said, you know, this ain't bad. Right. And I think that the people that are driven like that need to find if they can and can't live without it. And I, I would tell them, you need to go away. And uh, what more importantly, if you go away, your dollar value is double. Right. I mean, right now, you're you're amongst others. Be the one that everybody wants for the year or so. Be the one that everybody talks about just in case somebody fails. Be the elf on the shelf. So get get yourself paid that way and, and kind of clean your rep up because right now uh, everybody's telling me you can't not only can you not coach, you can't GM, you can't even find talent, much less coach it. So you need to kind of get away from that for a bit. It's yeah. And it, this is it's we're in a weird time because I also feel like I don't I don't clearly I don't think it's going to happen this year. But once Tomlin is done in Pittsburgh, the era of 10 plus years anywhere is over forever. You got because now Carol's gone. Mm-hmm. Saban's gone now. Bill Belichick is gone. I don't think you're going to see these these type of runs anymore, just because it's just the way the world is set up now. So yeah. once, well, actually, and once Pop, whenever Pop decides to retire, that will be the end of John wow. Harbaugh still there. How long has John Harbaugh been in Baltimore? Oh, he's fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. Oh, really? Yeah, he's yeah. been there a bit. Oh, yeah, they won the Super Bowl in '09. Yeah, he's been there a bit. But I think yeah, Harbaugh the reason, throw him in there. I, well, I'll tell you this. I, the reason you didn't come, bring him to mind is I think he was the first of the next generations. I put him as like, uh, are you a baby boomer or are you a Gen Xer? He's right there right. in the middle. I and, think he's right there in the middle where he's kind of represented to me always. The the, ne- the the type of coach that was the next generation that we're seeing everywhere. Now. Right. And as much as I love John Harbaugh, he ain't Bill. He ain't Pop. Oh, no. This is a, but, he ain't Saban. But and, I'm not, I'm, and neither is Tomlin. Tomlin is a great coach, but I don't have Tomlin or Harbaugh in the in the category of Pop and Bill either. The, how you do you parse the <laughs> legends of Bill Belichick? How do you figure where they stand in time? As and where do you figure Nick Saban stands in time in the NCAA football world? And, and as we look at that, certainly. Pete Carroll has a place in both worlds. Uh, as we look at the loss of three legendary coaches in a 12-hour span, if you're just joining us, news breaking. Uh, according to uh, this, I want to make Is sure. Pete legendary to you? Uh, Are we well, gonna use, do we, do we want to use? I, we can't throw that term around from, loosely well, now. Hey, well, let's see what he did for a brief shining moment. And what he did do is now perfectly legal at USC. Uh, that was a, a, a eight-year run of pretty impressive freaking football, followed very quickly by very impressive pro football with the same ideals. He was, uh, while he will be lost in the mix today as we talk about the true Mount Rushmore types, Pete Carroll played a role in how we got to where we are in the modern football world, one that very few Fair. did get a Fair. chance to be. Fair. So I, I think as we parse where they sit, that's worthy of a full show unto itself. But that's not all that we got to talk about. Hey, the Spurs won last night and looked good doing it. And we saw a record as Wimby uh, uh, did the first of what he will do many, many, many times over the next hopefully long career, a triple-double in the likes of which uh, was easy and done quickly. 20-minute triple-double. There's a rap. There's a song in there. Against the Pistons. I wonder what the fastest triple-double was. I know they were talking about it yesterday. Yeah, I'm not sure. Good question. Because it took a, a late pass to really get over the top. Yeah. 
But uh, Spurs win, take down uh, Detroit, a, a Cunninghamless Detroit. And man, uh, it was like watching an AAU All Star game with Detroit. It's all these guys. You go, oh, there he is. Right. right, right. <laughs> I hadn't thought. I hadn't thought about him in a while. That's Knox. There he is. And remember Osir Thompson? That dude can jump right out of the gym. We got a lot to talk there as well. So coming back, we'll look directly at the end of many eras. Saban out at Bama. Who's next? Belichick out at New England. Who's next? Because somebody's got to take Saban's job. Then somebody's got to take that job. Then, you know, it's crazy times we're in right now. We'll look back and look forward at the end of great eras. We're glad you're with us. This is R&R, and you're on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. It's R&R here on the Star. He's Rudy. I'm Rob, Easy e driving this boat, and our DH paddling as fast as he can. News breaking. Uh, Bill Belichick has exited stage left. Parted ways, Rob. Uh, they have parted ways from right, the New England Patriots. Uh, more news to follow, but the news just breaking if you're just jumping in. Uh, that's on the heels of uh, the Nick Saban announcement yesterday as Steve Sarkeesian and the Longhorns scared Saban into retirement as uh, he had to jump off that uh, uh Alabama ride before it ran square into the Longhorns. Uh, goodbye, Nick Saban, which was, I don't know, which, well, obviously the Saban news yesterday was just an earthquake. Um, I, ha- I had a buddy text me like, hey, you know what? He didn't look so healthy hmm. prior to the national title game during the pregame. Said again, he's seventy two. Yeah, I mean, hell, yeah. I, I, well, I wish, I hope to look as good as Nick Saban <laughs> is seventy two. That like, a, a brother can dream, but I mean, at this point, what do you have left to prove? It is a new world, also. Like you know, there, there's recruiting, right? You already have recruiting. You're already in these, you know, living rooms, you know, pampering and letting, you know, kissing kids' butts, and then you take it to a whole nother level, and you're, you know, you're paying them two hundred fifty, one hundred fifty, a million, depending if you're Bryce Young. Did the new era of the way college football, well, college sports is ran, did that help make Saban's decision easier? And I think it's the easy answer is absolutely. Yeah. Right? Oh, I. Like, especially I with what you've that. already accomplished. We've got to be very careful okay. when, we, when we talk about it like that because I don't want to make it sound like he um, is running from it. Because I think he'd be successful if he decided to stay. I don't think there would be. I don't think the program would decline uh, as quickly as it's about to. Wow. So that's a wrap? Well, I'm not saying it's a wrap, but right now the the system is set up for the vultures to pick your carcass clean as fast as possible. That, right. that you know, the uh, road the the, the roadkill crew by the time they get here, by the time you you figure out what's going on at Bama, all your players are gone if you're not careful. I'm talking about within the week. Like they the, you could there could be an exodus, the likes of which, but there's not going right. to be. No. But there could be, and that's the way the system is set up. So what Nick Saban has put together could be ripped apart so quickly. Oh, well, it started last night. Uh, number one receiver in the country, five-star, decommitted. See, I mean, soon as Saban, soon as the news came out, you know, players started dropping like flies. You had Deion son. Hey, uh, Alabama players, hit me up. <laughs> So the vultures are circling. Trust me, man. I've been on the, uh, as an Aggie, I watched it. I mean, the, 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 uh, the exodus 
It is fast. It's furious, and you don't really know what happened until it's already done. Like what? He gone too? Yeah, it, uh, you can tell kids till the sun comes up. Hey, pick the school, not the coach. They pick the coach. That's why it's called recruiting. Yes, they always pick the coach. They never pick the school. So, but the thing is, Rob, and you and I have discussed this over the years, over the past couple of years. If I'm at Oregon, if I'm at Georgia, if I'm at Clemson, if I'm at UT, I don't want that job. Not now. No. I, look, I heard Barkley last last night after he got fired saying, hey, you know, the thing I hated about Bama is their fans. He goes, you know, they're 10-2. and two. They give Michigan their toughest game of the season. Keep that in mind. Michigan destroyed Washington. Michigan destroyed their entire schedule. Their toughest game this season was Alabama. You lose two games, and Alabama acts like the world's coming to an end. So if they ride the GOAT, what are they going to do to – look how – perfect example. Look how we treated LaMarcus Aldridge. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who, like if Bama fan is willing to get on a phone to a radio show, get on Twitter, get on Facebook, and criticize Nick Saban, what the hell are they going to do to Debo? What the hell are they going to do to whoever it is that comes in there and takes that job? Like, again, I don't like, like to seem like I'm running from it, but it just, you also got to, you know, you got to be a real way. You got to weigh your options and really think about this. Like, especially if you already have a gig, like now that what's going to happen, because you're just a regular school. Now that Saban's not there. Is this a better job than where I'm currently at? Like if, if you're Lane Kiffin, Alabama could be on its way to being Ole Miss. So why so is that there? a better, so is that a better gig? Uh, that is worthy of the, the next segment because th- there's so much going on in the football world. Right. If you're just jumping on with us, just jumping in the car, news breaking early this morning, Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots are parting ways. Um, we're not sure who has decided to uh, leave first or ask the other to leave, but it is that is indeed over, that on the heels of uh, Nick Saban's retirement uh, yesterday. And Pete Carroll was fired, uh, so we think, uh, but either way, he's gone right. uh, from the Seahawks. We want to hear from you. 656-3776, 656-ESPN. Certainly all three of the coaches we're talking about were great. I want you to name coaches that you can think of that would be on the same level as Nick Saban and Bill Belichick. There's only one other one, and he's about 20 minutes from us wherever we're at in the city. Because yeah, we baby. lost two of the icons, two of the Mount Rushmore. We might need to discuss who the other two are as we sit today. The, the pages are turning, times are different, and we say goodbye to two legends. We're talking about it next. Give us a call. Let's talk about it. 656-3776-656-ESPN. This is R&R, and you're on 941 San Antonio Sports Talk. R&R in the morning on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Hey, good morning to you. Top of the morning to all at the bottom of the hour. We are celebrating a Spurs win appropriately, and we'll dive directly into the Pistons' uh, victory at 7 o'clock, as we do every day, doing our silver and black. But first, news of the day, if you're just jumping in, uh, Bill Belichick has uh, said goodbye to the New England Patriots, whether that was forced or agreed upon. We don't know yet, but it is over. Uh, Nick Saban announced yesterday that he is retiring. And, of course, uh, not to be left behind, but probably not uh, as talked about t- today, Pete Carroll uh, fired up at Seattle. That's a, a bit of a surprise, as was uh, the Saban retirement. Belichick, I think we saw coming. Yeah, it got ugly the past couple of seasons. Um, but, nonetheless, nine Super Bowl appearances, six rings. Uh, 
crazy. Yeah. A lot of that done with alongside of Tom Brady, and we'll probably do a lot of talking about his legacy. So as we sit, the page is turning, man. There, It does feel like the times that changed changed the coaches. That what was just – Oh, yeah. It just can't be sustained that uh, – you know, I, I have a feeling that in the era when there were no, when scholarship limits were not applied, you could just bring everybody you wanted. When scholarship limits came, there were a lot of coaches that said, well, this isn't worth it. Uh, I just don't want to deal with what's coming. And they left. And I don't think Saban's only reason for leaving was, I don't want to deal with the NIL and the portal and all that, but I do th- desperately believe it played a part it played a huge role what do you think and more importantly as we say goodbye to a couple of goats who's still around who are the goats six five six three seven seven six uh six five six esp and he's rudy J. am rob thompson and you're here on uh san antonio sports star i, I the belichick thing you, you, you I, I i believe truly that we will see him again now it's just a matter of how soon well if you're gm that's a it's a heck of a dice roll because, again, we just we really don't know what he is without Tom. We don't. You know, when mm-hmm. he had Tom, you're able to shut you're able to uh, cut players, not draft receivers, not pay anybody else. And Tom's, you know, taking less money and then they're not spending the money. So it's 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 a crazy. He's a little bit long in the tooth. So if I'm a GM, do I want Belichick? Who has, you know, definitely mm-hmm. paid his dues, definitely worthy of an interview, definitely worthy of me looking at. Or do I want the up-and-coming new age coordinator that has adopted all these new principles and what today's NFL is? The Mike McDaniels. The Mike McDaniels, the Sean McVays, the Kyle Shanahan's, the Matt LaFleur's. You know, I, I do I, Shane Steichen. You know, I, I don't. Again, far be it for me to be like, oh, well, Shane Stikes is a better coach than Bill Belichick. Not saying that, but what are the legends without their without their greats? I don't think anybody, you know, well, does well without players. Let's look in our own backyard. What is pop right. without Tim? Right. Uh, that And that's a quest that continues here. As we say goodbye to legends, thems that are leaving and thems that are still here as part of the conversation, you can join it. At 656-3776-656-ESPN, let's hit those lines. Wesley, dial them. Welcome aboard, Wesley. Yeah, good morning, fellas. Always good morning. Show. I, uh, you know, I, I wanted to just think out loud a minute and say that this is, a, a, you know, a big deal. This is as big as Kareem. Um, Absolutely. As, as, as any of these guys that we've seen as generational uh, leaving the game. Um, and it's not as simple, I think, as, as, as finding the next one. Um, you look across college landscape and, you know, the, the names, you know, like Lanning and, uh, you know, perhaps even Sarkeesian himself uh, come across for Alabama. Or you look at, uh, you know, Rudy just mentioned a whole bunch of really good names there in, in the NFL. But you're replacing people that created culture. Let's think about it from this perspective, guys. What were those teams like? What were those college, you know, programs like before those guys got there. Think about the Patriots. Yeah, we remember the 85 Bears stomping the Patriots in the Super Bowl back in 85. But do we really remember much else about the Patriots prior to Bill? No, Wesley, there's an entire generation that has no idea. We're talking about generations that were 20-year-old kids that have never known anything I only know this. Wesley, I only know the Parcells Patriots that made it to the right. Super Bowl and lost to Brett Favre's Packers. You know, the irony That's of this the only ones I know. is Pete Carroll was there just prior. That's right. 
Good phone call, Wesley. Appreciate it. It was, Wesley. And I, I, I tell you what, and his perspective, perspective, perspective is perfect because look at what's going on at North Carolina and Duke basketball as they wave goodbye to Roy Williams and Coach K. Right. They became, they're good. They're good. They're not, but they ain't what they were. But well, they Duke what they Carolina? were. Yeah. They're good. Yeah, because, again, you're, you, you're getting – Whoever you want to name it, Grant Hill, Zion, whoever you want to name, because of the coach. So yeah, it's it's going to be different, and I think that's the realm that Alabama has now entered into. Like, okay, now are you just a school? Like, what is what is the lure of going to Duke now? What is the lure of going to Alabama now? Like, I didn't like you know you growing up and you're watching you know Derrick Henry and uh, Judy and mm-hmm. Devontae Smith and Tua and Bryce Young, and you're like, damn. Look at them, that white uniform. Look at them in Tuscaloosa. Now it's like, okay, yeah, Lane Kiffin's there. I know uh-huh. disrespect to any coach that takes the gig, but it's not the same. So I can go to – and it's already happening. The The playing field, again, that's the one thing we don't talk about with the NIL is, yes, are do certain schools have more funding? Absolutely. But it also allows the starting quarterback, possibly for USC, to transfer to Boise State. And say, hey, I'm gonna go to Boise State. So it also there's a por- portion of it that evens the playing field. So the Nick Saban haters will say he ran because he can because yes. he can no longer control people. Mm-hmm. That, I don't know if that's fair or foul. Is it fair or foul to say Nick Saban ran from the new era? He is 72, Rob. Well, let's keep that in mind. If he was in his 50s, I'd be like, oh, he running from the new era. But 72, bro. Like I, again. I hope to be waking up every day at seventy two, let alone running out the uh, running out the tunnel with eighty five nineteen year olds at seventy two and, and traveling the country and recruiting. I will say this: the timing doesn't lie. That as we not only get into a situation where even your five stars could be playing against you next year, but. There are now not just the four teams that go to a playoff, of which I was a fixture. I had a 25% chance of winning a national title every year just by waking up. Now there's 12 teams, the hot teams, the ones that always got mad because they didn't belong, didn't get the votes, that probably were the hottest teams in the league that didn't get there. Now they're there. So things just got that much more difficult. And it got that much more difficult to hold on to the kids you got. So there is a, a a line that says, "I see why you left." Now you could blame him, or you could give him, you could give him credit for understanding his place in history and knowing that the things had changed to the point that he was no longer willing or able to play a role. And he could just be tired, that, willing or able. <laughs> uh, yeah, like yeah, I just yeah. ain't able to do right. what I need to do, knowing full well that I've done it. I don't want to no, do it anymore. And, I'm looking at the list of the odds. Dan Lanning, Oregon, Bama, right now, considering what's that, not a, Bama's not a better job. Lane Kiffin, Ole Miss, maybe. Daybo, only reason why I say Daybo is because the, the committee let us know how they feel about the ACC. Maybe you want to bolt if they call you. Ken DeBoer, just in the, he was just in the national title game. He's way up in the Northeast, but he's headed to the Big Ten. Is that is Bama a step up for him? Yes, Kalen DeBoer would be the kind of guy that needs to go get this job. Would Al- does Alabama would they tolerate Urban Meyer? No, and uh, Urban does not want to stand anywhere near that shadow. Billy no. Napier, Florida. 
That's a that's a, while it appears a lateral move because it's SEC to SEC, it is a huge step for him, and he can afford the time. Now, Paul Feinbaum, Rob, threw an interesting name out. Interesting, definitely a long shot. It's going to be in every. Let's talk. Let's hear Paul Feinbaum. He has a certain NFL coach that has some success in his rookie season. Let's hear from Feinbaum. That's it for now. And uh, what? That ain't. See, this is what happens when you root for UT. Your fingers be all messed up, and you press the wrong buttons. It's all good. Uh, you got it now? Yeah, here it all right, let's go, <laughs> UT fan. Was that Sark saying no? He's not I think leaving. The name you're going to hear the most is Dan Lanning. Uh, Dan Lanning spent some time as a graduate assistant at Alabama before moving over to work with Kirby Smart. Uh, I think you'll hear a couple of other names. Uh, you'll hear Steve Sarkeesian. Mm. You'll, I don't know if this is a reality or not, but I think at some point D'Amico Ryan's name is going to be mentioned. It's mm. unlikely that he would walk away after Ooh. a masterpiece this year in Houston. But don't forget, he was an All-American at, at Alabama and is and is beloved by that fan base. So I think that's where you start. Lane Kiffin's name will be thrown around. I don't know if that's something that will come to fruition, but those are the names you will hear the most prominently. No way. Look. Lane, he said Lane Kevin, he said Dan Landing, I get all that. But then he threw in D'Amico Ryan. D'Amico Ryan's possibly has the next Patrick Mahomes. I can appreciate Paul thinking outside the box because D'Amico is an Alabama legend. I get that. But D'Amico Ryan's possibly has Patrick Mahomes. 2.0. Why would you leave that? And then your dream job's NFL, right? Well, that's the question. Is it? I, I, I or, is Bama, yes. is, or is Bama? I don't know. I don't know D'Amico Ryan. See, here's what I would say if, if I was just in his ear. Like, you are one of the few people in the world that could go to Bama, and I'll be real with you, you could fail miserably. And still land on and, your feet. And as soon as you are done with Bama, get hired as a head coach in the NFL. You, I mean, it, it You'd have to fail fast because the name D'Amico Ryans is hot right now, and it'll stay hot for a couple years. But if you wanted to go to Bama, if that's something that was on your wish list, your dream sheet in the contract, if they call, I get to talk to them, then now's the time to do it. You'll never get a better opportunity than now because uh, you are the hottest coach with the hottest kid, with the hottest program, and you would be coming to a place that is still – it's a stocked pond as you sit right now. But those fish are going to start dying real quick unless you unless you do it right now. This is what I will say about D'Amico. While I don't think he would do it if they even called him. Oh, I'd call he, him. He is the only person, considering what he did with grown men in seven months, he's the only name that Paul Feinbaum listed that could keep it going. Right. He's the only one because because if he played in because he played in the league, because he's a leader of men and because guys run through a brick wall for him, he could go into everybody's living room right now that hit the portal from Bama and bring them right back and keep winning. The only one that he's the only name that was on any of these lists. We talked about Landing, Kiffin, Debo, Kirby could keep it going. But Kirby has a great thing. Why would Kirby leave Georgia? That doesn't make any sense to me. No. Kirby, I, I'll say that. D'Amico and Kirby, to me, there would be no drop-off. 
They'd be still be in the playoff and still be competing for natties if you're talking about those two guys. I, I don't I don't disagree at all. But I think your first instinct was uh, probably the right one. He ain't going. Nowhere. Yeah, he ain't hey, Patrick Mahomes two point oh. Yeah, you talking about what? That would be crazy. So yeah, the, the, but right. yo, shout out to Feinbaum for you know thinking outside the box. But, I get it. He's an Alabama legend. Credit the man for being in a situation to have to choose between coaching C.J. Stroud <laughs> in the future that looks beautiful right. or going to Bama and taking over the. Monolith that is. Uh, welcome aboard if you're just jumping in. Not only is Nick Saban waving goodbye to collegiate uh, football land, uh, we hear early this morning that the decision has been made that uh, Bill Belichick will be leaving the New England Patriots. They are parting ways. That's the term. We don't know who's leaving or who's fired, but he is in fact gone. And with his exit, was that on the heels, do you believe, as Kraft read the papers yesterday? and saw that Mike Vrabel was suddenly out there and available. Did that hasten the exit because he didn't want Vrabel to land someplace else, which he imminently will? Vrabel's a good replacement. You asked me that yesterday. But I also asked you yesterday, was Pete Carroll on the list? I had no idea. We both agreed, no. And then next thing you know, I see Pete Carroll at the podium crying. (laughs) I would have cried, too. I cried when I got fired. He's jacked. Uh, conversations to continue you got to <laughs> talk did. about it with us six five six three seven seven six you can type you can talk but reach out to us we're saying goodbye to three greats two legends and one nearly there we go thank you rob i appreciate you clearing that up and uh we'll figure out which was which you stop <laughs> that ain't trivia hey and a texas fan shut up damn what did they do to I'm you? I'm just saying it preemptively. Say it again. You are moving into a neighborhood that the bullies, the neighbors, that everybody hated is leaving. You're but, joining the SEC the year that Saban leaves? Are you kidding me? Well, Texas fan will tell you we, we made him quit. You scared him away. I guess we should be thanking you. You're on R&R. This is 94.1. How, how do you manage to ruin this? They're going to come in. Now they'll be in the West. They were going to put them in the East. They were going to put Texas in the East, but now that Saban's gone, they'll put them in the West. Y'all scared him out. We'll be right back. Stop it. 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Good morning, everybody. Joe Reinagle here. Coming up at 2 on the Blitz. Wow, what a day yesterday. Pete Carroll, Nick Saban both retire. Who will take that job? Could it be D'Amico Ryans? Well, we'll talk to John McClain about that when he joins us at 5.15. And NFL weekend is upon us. The Cowboys getting ready for the Packers. Stephen Jones with the Cowboys will join us at 3.45. Hey, Rudy, have you thought of any tough questions to ask Mike McCarthy? You need to hold his feet to the fire. Wow. That's the unpersonal. No. Uh, hold quick his back. feet to the fire for what? So exactly. quick, 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 quick backstory. So yesterday, remember we were talking about Pop and how we've handled him. As far as media people. Oh, and you I mean like, that Joe lobs softballs to pop Yeah, all and I was like, hey, you know, you, we, you've you been down there coming for years. I have, Minix has. And I said, and especially Joe. Well, they took it all the way out of context. When I said especially Joe, <laughs> I meant the fact that Joe is covering the Spurs for 25 years. I didn't mean that Joe was the softball king. Not what I meant, Joe. But great conversation on the Blitz yesterday. I was glad to uh, that our show made the Blitz. That's always a plus. I'm always shocked they're up. But uh, I've, I'm on records. I'm Mike McCarthy's Ahmad Rashad. I have no intentions on asking the tough and hard questions. I don't give a damn what y'all think about That's me. I, 
I'm not a, yeah, I'm not a journalist. I'm not a journalist. I, I've, I've admitted that I'm the softball king when it comes to Mike McCarthy. I just like the fact that he knows our name. Exactly. I'm not going to lie. I'm not sitting there. I'm no. Hey, Mike. But what your running th- game sucks. What are you going to do? Should I word it like that? No, but every Does now that and make then, you feel better. But see, what we do is we kind of dance around and act all nice, and then we kind of jab in there, real right? Quick. Like we give him a little sidebar. Well, you know, nice thing, nice thing, nice thing. What about this? Yeah, I asked him. Yeah, little, I asked quack, him last quack, Friday. Hey, what do you think about your run defense? Yeah, and not a tough question. That's in a nice way. Well, you could. I mean, it's <laughs> it's the same question. Now you could have said, now your run defense continues to suck. What are you going to do to fix it? Now see, you didn't do that. Now see, that's what the fan wants. So yeah. Which, or you could ask the very same question: What do you think of your run defense? Boom, the same outcome is there. Delivery is everything, but that's a professional thing. You see, they don't get it. And our morning crew—they're professionals. No, it's not these types. It's not y'all. It's the other ones. Amar Rashad still plays golf and smokes Cubans with Jordan. Hey, let's all life is good. Yes, let's all light (laughs) a Cuban up and celebrate a victory as the Spurs take down the mighty Pistons. Silver and black conversation next. Hey, smoke them if you got them. It's R&R here on 94.1. San Antonio Sports Star. It's 0600. What's the O stand for? Oh, my God, it's early. Wake me up. Wake me up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake me up. Wake me up. Wake up. Rob Thompson. You don't believe the other way in transition to the top. Oh, the left hand slam. I want some nasty. Rudy J. Cowboys win. How else would you settle this game? How about this, Begin each day as if it were on purpose. I wake up in the morning, I piss excellent. R&R in the morning on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Good morning. Hey, good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. It's R&R in the morning, a Thursday edition, or we like to call it a small Friday edition. We're glad you're with us. That's Rudy J. I'm Rob Thompson, Easy e driving the boat, and the DH sitting right beside us. we got a lot to get into today. If you're just sitting in your car, turning on your device, news broken uh, just about an hour ago. Bill Belichick has uh, exited stage left. He is leaving the New England Patriots. That on the hills of uh, the retirement announcement yesterday and Nick Saban. More to follow with that today. And uh, Pete Carroll let go from uh, the uh, Seattle Seahawks. We're looking at the firings, the departures, and the replacements in, in totality. But first, the news in San Antonio that matters the most. The Spurs take down the Detroit Pistons 131-08 in what was a dominating performance from the Spurs, led by Victor Wimbayama's triple-double, the first of what we expect will be of many triple-doubles. This done in 21 minutes and two seconds, the second-fewest minutes uh, played to get a triple-double since Russell Westbrook did it in uh, 2014. That was the fastest? Yeah. um, Russell did it in uh, uh, 20 minutes and 17 seconds. In 2014. Wow. Um, okay. And uh, Victor did it in 21 minutes and two seconds. Trey Jones started again. And uh, look what happened. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Keldon came off the bench, had 17. We had, uh, let's see, four, eight players in double figures. It was dominating. It 36 was. assists. Only five turnovers. What do you know, Rob? And none from Victor. Yeah, no, you, you don't turn the ball over. You win basketball games. But... Again, I'm not going to, you know, run from it now because, again, I said they had to have this game because we're on the quest to get to 20 wins to make this season somewhat, <laughs> to make this season somewhat, um, edible. 
You know, it's been it's been a rough eat. You well, know, I've it's had to take like, another edible to enjoy it this way. Yeah, so they they got the win. Now they got to go and win on Friday. But Wimby only twenty one minutes, and I know Pledge put in the WhatsApp last night. Like, imagine what he could do if he was playing thirty four minutes a game. What does that stat line look like? But then the other part of me, Rob, while I, I'm always complaining and moaning and groaning about his less than twenty five minutes since the ankle turn, but then there's also the uh, theory that you don't drive a Ferrari every day. No? What you don't. Like, if, if you have a Ferrari, you don't drive it to work every day. No, you, no if you have a Ferrari, you have two, three other cars. So you're not you're not putting a Ferrari on the road every day, especially when you got a pothole. What was a Michael? Pothole path to what work. was Michael then? A Subaru? A daily driver? Michael who? Jordan. Jeffrey? Oh, well, that's different, right? Oh, 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 oh. He's not 7'5 with a size 22, four foot. I will say this, that I will give a, a certain allowance to his size. That, you know, just the uh, the biology of moving a seven foot five body the way that we're asking him to move for that extended amount of time. I get it. I get some okay. time restraints. I'm not, I'm not mad at it. I, I will say this, that Wimby last night for a four to five minute span, in the late second, first into the second quarter, did everything in a tight little package of minutes that it was is expected and will be from Victor. There was drop dimes. There were bounce passes. There were layups. There were alley-oops. There were jump shots. He dominated the game for four minutes. He grabbed every rebound. He led the pass. He had that Tom Brady outlet pass. To Jeremy. To Jeremy. He had a bounce pass in that span. He had a hit jump shot. He had a running one-hander across the lane that was as beautiful a play as any seven-foot-five guy has ever done ever in the history of mankind. And it was just another thing that he did. He was ridiculous. But Here we go. The the effort that was required for him to do that, I I looked at him. I knew there was a turnover coming because he was tired. I'll say this. With every he pound to you, oh, he did at that, that little four minute span. That was a turnover. He actually fouled a dude to get out of the game. You could see it. But I'll say this: with every point that, uh, with every pound that he gains, if he'll gain fifteen pounds, he'll add a point per pound per game. This guy will average thirty five points a game in three years without without even trying, and that's with playing thirty minutes. He is unstoppable, unstoppable man. Rob Thompson. Mark the tape, put it in a in, in, wherever you want to put it, and let's play this in three years. And I don't think I'm saying enough. I, I'm not saying enough. For a four-minute span, he did things that is everything you dreamed of. And that outlet pass, where did that come from? I feel like I took NyQuil and woke up in a, from a fever dream. You just said he's going to average 35 He in three is going years. to average 35 points a game the moment he puts on 15 pounds. The moment he can, how long is that going to take? Three years. That's five pounds a year. I think uh, thirty-five. You know how, a you game know his falling is. out of bed. There is nothing that can stop him. Nothing short of three dudes, and there's the ten assists. Go look at the highlights. These are guys that are equally year, athletic. I've been watching them all year. There like is you have. nothing that has ever set foot on the court like this. He just does it over and over, and I watch him do it, and people go, oh, look what he just did. And, my God, I go, look what he just did. 
7-5 crossover across the lane, one hand over the lane. He went past the bucket and dropped it in over the top. Ain't nobody in the world ever done that. Ever. Ever, ever. I guess you're at forgetting seven about. Five. I guess, oh, that was seven five. That's what I'm getting okay, at. Seven five. Because I think you're forgetting about. Oh, there's a hundred dudes that have about done the guy named Wilt Chamberlain. Not Wilt never did that. Wilt, Wilt never Wilt did was, that. Time out. When Wilt was playing plumbers and roofers, he was averaging fifty. Yes, and because he was taller and, than everybody. And, and if, That's what Wimby is. You think women's Wimby going to drop 30, 50, and thirty? It's like coming, Wilt. baby. It's coming. It is you coming. See what I got to deal with? You're going to get a 50 and 30 night from Rob, him. There's no question. You're going to get a 50 and 30 from him. It's just a matter of time. Rob, I'm about to leave. You just said Mark he's going to drop tape. 50 and 30? In his career, he will drop. He will have a 50 and 30 night. And he'll drop. He'll have another 10 assists on that night. The moment he starts shooting 70% from the free throw line, the moment he's shooting 30% from three, he will add, he will average 35 a night. There's no, I'll, I'll give him around a 50 it. and 20. Cause 50 is, there's a lot of guys that have dropped 50. If he goes 50 and he 30, he can grab better 30 win a in a game. It, it's, 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 he could, he could, could, he could. There's how many guys in the history of man have you looked at and said, well, yeah, he could. Not many. There's only, he could. There's only two. This guy is 20 years old. He dropped a triple-double in 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Just rolled out there and said, you know what? Fist up, I'm a little tired. That See, was my 10th assist. When he when he got the the last assist last night, I was like, Rob, I told myself, I, I swear I'm not just making this up, y'all. I told myself that Rob's going to be on one. Oh. And, I, and Lord, he's on two. Dude, the, he does things that you go, oh. <laughs> I cannot wait to see him do it twice in a row. And then he starts stacking that. That's when you get the 35, 15, and 10 nights that are just going to be, that's what's expected. Come on, Vic. That's what's, I'm telling you, it's so easy for him. It's so easy. It's scary. It's, if I'm an NBA team and I'm watching him, I'm thinking, what am I going to do in two years? What 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 do I do to this? Well, look, I'll, look, I will say you're on to something, and the reason I'll say you're on to something is because Giannis and Joker said the same. Not now, they they weren't as animated, and their hair wasn't moving. <laughs> <laughs> Rob's hair is because they off. were wore out. <laughs> you know what I mean? But when Giannis, when two of the top five players say they've never seen anything like it, I can accept this from you. But 50 and 30, I'm, I'm going to need you to pull over to the side and put on your hazards. I'm going to need you well, to put You're going to need some friendly, <laughs> a friendly I, statistician. It will have to happen at home. Hey, take all of his five-hour energies, Ryan. Ryan. But 50 get, and get 30, the, I'm telling you, there's no reason why he couldn't grab 30 boards in a game. I, you know, I, I just – when he learns and can plant his feet, there's not a rebound that gets away. It just doesn't get away wait, from wait, wait, him. What do you say when he learns what? When he That's learns to plant, he needs heavier feet oh. to do some of the things that I need. And that's the just, only thing I'm worried about, Rob, is because his group is very guarded against his weight. Oh, I, I know, I know. Super it. guarded. And that's why. It. That's why I'm saying I think you will add a point per pound. You put on 15 pounds. I think you you, you put on a point per pound because what he will then be able to do. In the paint that he just that Wilt could because he was that yeah. strong. Well, see, yeah, Wilt was different, but and again, Wilt wasn't playing against basketball players. Wilt Chamberlain averaged 38, 27, see, and two assists in seventy two games his rookie season. Why okay. did he have an assist? Why on earth would he ever pass the ball? Thirty seven and twenty seven. <laughs> All right, 
So before you YouTubers keep talking about Wilt never did that, who put that put that comment back up, Edwin? Put that comment back up so I can cook him. Who was that? Uh, it was E. It was Huey, right? Somebody. What was his name? I want to. I want to make sure I tear the right guy up. E. Huey. Quote: Chamberlain never did that. Come on, Rudy. Don't be a Joe. Thirty-eight and twenty-seven, Huey. <laughs> that is silly. But again, it is silly. Those dudes were going back. They were teaching. I, you know what? I don't think it was as bad as you're portraying it. <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't think it wasn't like that. But now. see, this is the thing. He was Wimby before Wimby because he was that much taller than everyone. So where's Wimby's 37 and 28, Rob? I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's I, just stupid. And you know what makes this even more interesting as far as the numbers go is, no, they weren't athletes like what Wimby's going on. But <laughs> right. they were allowed to beat the living crap out of him. I mean, they were allowed to mug him, and he still had twenty seven. Could Will shoot free throws? I don't remember. Remember, he he was uh, one awful, hand, right? Awful. He was so. Yeah. So if he could shoot free throws, oh. he probably would average sixty. Oh, that's that was always the joke. If if he would made free throws, but he only won two titles. That's so strange. Because Bill Russell. Yeah, because he was such a. It was a. Uh, the term black hole is not appropriate because that's not what he was. But right. he was such a dominating force that there was once he, if he wasn't functioning. There's just no way you could win. And that was on several teams. It just, it just wasn't enough if he wasn't there. See, 14 seasons for Wilt. Lakers, Warriors, Sixers. He averaged 30 <laughs> points and 23 rebounds. Average. Averaged. But kryptonite in Bill but Russell. No, I, Rob, hell, if it's 40 and 20, oh, I'm not complaining. <laughs> I'm not complaining at all. I, now the question is, Rob, okay, we can all agree that he's going to do some crazy stuff, right? Yeah. Now... Again, and we can't. I wish we had Adam Sandler's click remote and Kate Beckinsale. Um, we can't fast forward, but what are, what's going to be around him? Because there's a guy that plays for Detroit. So the Jeremy Showhand draft. Rob and I went down to the Spurs practice mm-hmm. facility. On the way to the Spurs practice facility, and once we get there, Rob is telling all the Express News guys. He's telling the TV guys. He's telling me, I would love for the Spurs to draft Jalen Duran. Well, they didn't. They drafted Jeremy Shohan. The Pistons ended up drafting Jalen Duran. He's a center. He's 6'10", 250, and he just went crazy on the Spurs last night. He's averaging 14 points, 12 boards, 2.5 assists, shooting 65% from the field. <laughs> Jeremy? He's a beast. He's a beast. Uh, Jeremy, sir, this is the guy Rob wanted to draft in the, in the Jeremy Shohan draft. Because, again, we, I mean, after eight, it gets a little bit tough. It gets a little bit tough for anybody. But Jeremy, 10 points per game, five boards, four assists, shooting a whopping 43% from the field. And no real protection <laughs> for Wimby, what, as I, what a Jalen Duran would have been able to protect him, Mike. Just saying. Just want to give Rob his flowers because he was screaming for him and Duran turned out to be a baller for Detroit. That three that they will have eventually when Ivy, and Ivy, Caden, and Duran. Yeah, uh, it was. It's that's a strange team to deal with, and they should be better. I'm I'm a little upset with the way Monty's doing this, but he, he's trying to do the pop thing. We're right. gonna slowly get better, and right. there there was zero attempt to win the basketball game, and a lot of attempt to improve individual skills, and it very much felt like a Spurs game. And, and nobody even knows who he is. But I'm just reminding people. <laughs> 
He's pretty good. He, he pretty. He, he is. It was pretty ten good. of sixteen last night. Ten rebounds. Excuse me, twelve boards. But twenty-one points. I don't want to be too hard on Jeremy because I think he was forced into a situation over the last twenty games that no, it wasn't his fault. He was. He should have never been playing point guard. But the problem was, even prior to that, there was a lot of questions. So yeah, I will say that the last couple of games with him in there with a real point guard has really improved what he's good at too. I mean, he was out on the break a Great lot of point. times. Great point. We saw some things that, yeah, Jeremy belongs out on the court. No, he does. He had 28 minutes, 7 for 15 last night, 15 points. Jeremy had a good – Jeremy has good games, and he was second team all-rookie last year. Mm-hmm. He's solid. But still, he's going to have to – he lost some time. And whether your fault, my fault, nobody's fault, you lost some time on the improvement scale as we race towards something that I believe what you said this week is true. That the Spurs are feeling something. That they, you know, they're seeing things work. They're watching the buckets go in. Yeah. The, the commitment to some things is working. They're still not committed to help defense. They still have no idea how to. Why don't they? Why, no, serious question. Let's go in the woods. So, if you're not a basketball nerd, bear with us. Why is their closeout defense out the three point line so bad? I like they their closeout defense on the three ball. It's, you know, you sprint toward the guy, and once you get about three feet from him, you start chop, 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 chop. You break down. You contest. It's awful. I, I, it's like it's they're awful. confused. Am I supposed to get down court, back court? Am I supposed to come to him? Am I supposed to crash? It, 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 you, if you're a, a three-point shooting bad. team, you are open because we don't close out because At it's all, somewhere Rob. in nowhere land. We're not closing out. We're not crashing, and we're not breaking out. Now, I know Pop hates fouls. He even hates him more when you foul a jump shooter. So I know that's a part of it, but good Lord, yeah. Rob. But just so y'all know, just to remind you, on this team right now, it could be Victor Wimbanyama, Jalen Duran, and Tyrese Halliburton. I'm just, I mean, if we're, keeping, if we're keeping track of the draft, on this team right now, could be Wimby, Duran, and Halliburton. But no. We went Vassell and Sohan. Well, okay. And no, no, no disrespect to Vassell. I love him. That hurts, man. But he ain't Halliburton. We can't do this. Today. No, let's not. We do can't this. because if we let's had those guys, yeah, we wouldn't we have got, got Wimby. Wimby. Right. But my gosh, I guess you can't grade somebody that way. But when you put it <laughs> the harsh light of day, imagine like, those ouch. three. Those three together. So, will you explain to me what you saw that made you pass uh, Tyrese Halliburton? We, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, Sacramento why. had him and traded him. I, <laughs> so, who's worse? On a sidebar, uh, Ivy is going to be all that. You like Jaden? Yeah, Ivey? I do. I th- there's something there. There really is. He missed a lot of shots, and there's a lot of things to question. But there's a mentality to him that tells me that if if they will remain true to him um, and let him grow, that it's t- I think it's going to be tough there. because Kate is so ball dominant. Ivy's going to have to transform his game because Cade's the better player, so Ivy's going to have to figure out his role off the ball. And that was really my question. What's he like with Cunningham in there? Because when he got to do, when he got to be the first option, I really liked what I saw. Now, he didn't make a lot of shots. Well, you saw so. last night he put up 18 shots because Cunningham's not playing. There it is. So right. what I what I liked was what I thought I was going to see out of Purdue. I mean, the way that he attacked the rim and has that athleticism. I thought he was baby Ja. I was like, okay, he he has the potential to be the next John Morant, but it hasn't happened because, again, he's playing alongside of Kay Cunningham, who's fantastic. Thank God for the Detroit Pistons as the Spurs get yeah. a win in a comfortable way. They grab it early. They hold on late. There was a little tiny charge out there, and it was topped off by a triple-double uh, that we can put a little notch on the gun. That's the first one. That's first 
uh, right. first of many. And, you know, the good news is we'd actually seen this before. Not only had David done this as a rookie, but he uh, he also did it without any turnovers, which you consider that a triple-double as a rookie with no turnovers. Only three dudes in history have done that, and Victor and David along with How many uh, uh, triple-doubles did David have his rookie year? Three? I, it was, there was three, Which actually. is, you really got to think about what a freak David is at, because this isn't a time where centers are shooting threes. Dave was a freak, too. Only, if he could have only played in this era. But, well, you know, there's a lot of guys that I think, like we were just talking about Wilt. Right. But David was But I've seen David go coast to coast, like Giannis. There's some other numbers out of here. Wimby matched Ralph Sampson in the 1986 playoffs as the tallest player with a 10-assist game in NBA history. Mm. Ralph, if not for injuries, Ralph could Ralph had Wimby potential. But he has some bad injuries that derailed his career. Yeah, my memory of him, and granted, I'm of the age where I was just coming of age when he was kind of Ralph. I don't remember him being that mobile. I don't remember him. I know he was yeah, tall. Yeah, I know what you mean. And he had some moves. But, but see, they weren't doing yoga then. No, you're right. Wimby's doing the splits like he's in a Meg Thee Stallion video. And, you know, back in the day when <laughs> when you would go. Let's well, see. Exactly. When, when you, and, <laughs> which. If Wimby wanted to, he could twerk while in a split. <laughs> he's French. <laughs> what? I, I don't know why that would apply. I don't either. But I like it. When in why doubt, making the when in doubt, why, why was making the stallions? <laughs> because when I think of splits, I think of okay. You know that's what I mean? yeah. said. I just thought there was there a specific video that I my missed? wife can do the splits. Get the hell out of here! Shoot, tell you so. Let me tell you so, Miss Johnson. Uh, let's. Uh, I stuck around for twenty some years for a reason. That's Let me get, man. Let's that's go to break, dog. Issues, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here before You're I get You're going to get yourself in trouble. Uh, we, hey, when, baby. When we get back, remember <laughs> to like, listen, and share on a regular basis. And this one in particular. You want to share this uh, as we talk San Antonio Spurs every day with our Silver and Black <laughs> podcast. We're waving goodbye to a couple of greats, and let's uh, pay tribute as appropriate. We say goodbye to Nick Saban. We figure who's next. We say goodbye to Bill Belichick. We figure who's next. And we say goodbye to Pete Carroll as we figure who's next. The pages are turning. We're talking about it next. Jump on that line, 656-3776-656-ESPN. Sound off like you got a pair. You're on San Antonio Sports Star, 94.1. This is awfully hard for a small Friday. Whoa. There's some significance behind this? We got tickets? Not really. Oh, no? Who is this? Who's up next? He don't know. Uh, corn. <laughs> like the way he says it. Uh, is this right? Corn? Yeah. Uh, this is r r in the morning here on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Rudy J and Rob Thompson with you. A uh, really remarkable day today. Uh, uh, very rarely do you get the opportunity to sit back and and talk about somebody like we're talking about with them still being alive. <laughs> we're we're not eulogizing the three that uh, we're saying goodbye to. Um, Nick Saban's certainly still alive. He hadn't passed on. He is just retiring. Uh, though we don't, I don't personally expect to ever see him on the sidelines again. Uh, I can't say that about the other two, though. Bill Belichick, news breaks first thing this morning, that he and the Patriots are parting ways. News conference to follow a presser with both Kraft and Belichick present, which I imagine will be a, a kiss goodbye. Um, 
before I read the tweet, I want to know what you think because you know a way more media types than me. What do you think of Dan Graziano? Um, solid. Okay. Solid. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have cool. nothing. No. I have okay. No, you go with you yeah. go with Dan. Okay. Cool. Well, Dan Graziano of ESPN just tweeted: Expect to hear the Falcons and Commanders discussed as most likely Belichick landing spots, Ooh. and expect to hear Jared Mayo, strange, Mike Vrabel, and Brian Flores as most likely Belichick successors. Brian Flores? He's with Pittsburgh right now. Is that lawsuit done? He's probably still got some money coming from Miami Miami um, owner. Probably still got a little bit. And keep in mind, um, you know, Belichick likes him. Because Belichick. Oh, no. It, brought it, was, Bel- it, was, Bel- it was Belichick's <laughs> fault <laughs> that all this hit. Jared Mayo, I didn't even, I remember, I just remember Jared Mayo, the linebacker. I didn't realize that he was in the coaching realm. I know he had, he has Patriots mm. uh, ties. Does Tom Brady give you coach vibes? No. You know, remember, remember Larry pretty? Bird trying to coach for a couple years? And Larry Bird went to the finals, sir. Yeah, he, he, I'm not saying he was a bad coach. I just know that Larry Bird was a miserable coach. Because when you're that great, you expect everybody to be able to do what right, you did, right, and they can't. Right, right, right. True, true, true. So, you know, you, they don't get the the effort that it took for you to get there, because, and they're not going to give the same because they're not you. And I think great players have great difficulty coaching. It's really hard to for them to measure what they were capable of against what the average human is. Right. So I, I never got that vibe from him. I, you know, it's funny. I get that vibe from Dak, though. I think Dak would be a hell of a coach. Now – If you if you if you're the hottest coaching name, do you wait to see if one of these playoff jobs open up, a la Dallas? Ah, oh, no. You take a job when it's called there on thirty two. Well, you know, I think it that is such a good question because it, I think it depends on where you are. Because first of all, we both agree, and you can catch Mike McCarthy right here tomorrow six forty five. That no matter what happens, he should keep his gig. But if he stumbles against Green Bay and Jerry does, he does it, he's done. And you took the Atlanta Falcons job, <laughs> and then the Cowboys job opens up. Yeah, but I, I think the coaching the coaching I, fires are done. Right, we're good. Right, everything's done. No, I don't think we're done. Nobody else is. It's, it's already been a week since the season ended. Who else I, could I, possibly I, get canned? I, yeah, I feel like there's just something else Sirianni. out there. Yeah, Sirianni's. You think? Wait, time out. Hold up. Hold up. Pump the brakes. Are we? We got to we got to discuss this. I had no idea that half the squad in here felt that Sirianni's seat was warm. Well, I think the same thing applies to him as McCarthy. If you get embarrassed after the way you stumbled down the street to finish I the season. I had no idea that we thought I never even thought brought his name up. I but, thought because he went to the Super Bowl last year he was safe. Well, I think 60-40 he's safe. I, I do say that you're you're most likely right, but man, this has been awful. I mean, NFL insider says if he loses to Tampa don't rule it out. I, I wouldn't be shocked. No, I wouldn't do it. I think it'd be dumb. Uh, and wh- what about? Well, Tampa? has he lost the team? Are they tired of him? Well, look at him. Only because <laughs> the only reason why I think because I heard I know his face is weird. It's a it's a hard face to like. Other than your mom, I heard Canty say. <laughs> if the only the only person that likes Sirianni's face is his mom. I swear to God. And even then, dude always looks. He, lo- he looks like they made Bird Box because of his face. You know what I mean? They look. <laughs> he has bird box eyes. You know the per- the guys in bird box that look like the 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 guy that broke into the house and they let him in because he was like, please let me in. He looks like he had the bird box eyes, like he was gonna come in and, and kill everybody. <laughs> um, but 
a hurricane. Wow, we just destroyed. Nick yeah, Sirianni has a bird box like face. like a serial killer. He got a bird box face, and it's cool. It's okay. I don't know, some would say I got a face for radio, only, too. Only his mom. Only his mom. And, and, and bird box. Shout out to Sandra Bullock. But I did hear Canty say the effort from them versus the Giants was, they quit. Con- it was concerning. They quit. The, the, most, the, the most defamatory thing you can say about a professional athlete. About a coach. If your team, yeah, true. They, they, you quit. That's the worst thing you can say. That's fighting words to anybody. And I think everybody who saw that saw quit. So I wouldn't put it past Sirianni getting gone. I, I think it would be rash. I think it would be short-sighted. But, man, this is Philly. Well, you're a fail fast guy. Well, they, they did fire Doug Peterson. <laughs> yeah, this is Philly. And this is beyond just the firing of Peterson. This was such a... A precipitous fall. I mean, they went from one loss to utter humiliation in right. a week and, and have not found their footing since. I, so I do believe that there is a possible next. But when we talk about where do the guys land, I think Nick Saban lands very comfortably on a, on a bench, ESPN, Fox, something. No, he's above Fox. <laughs> Well, you know, I think he'll do that just because you're supposed to, and you know, you guys like fame, and you got to yeah. still sell insurance. You got to be the, uh, you got to still sell some Aflac, so you have to do something, right? So, with him going to that Bama job, look, man, I know you, you, you know, coaching jobs at that level are hard to turn down, but I might turn again if I'm Oregon, if I'm Dan Lanning, you know, there's certain guys if I'm Sark. As Vince Trevino on YouTube says, Sark to Bama, trailer to Texas. Dude, we all love trailer, but if, if A&M wouldn't take him, Texas ain't. Well, let me tell you. Uh, but Sark ain't going anywhere. The Texas, Rob said it best. Texas is the better job. Uh, it's hard for me to say that, but it's true. It's Texas true. Is just a better it's the kid. better job. Right now, if they're even, he's leaving. I, yeah. I mean, I mean, he's leaving in that. Uh, he ain't going to Bama. No. It's just a better place You got to all be. the money. You got all the resources. And you're you're, you're going to SEC. You, no. And you got Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, I mean, what else do you need? Matthew McConaughey's bourbon is trash. Was it Long Branch? It's booty. <laughs> it's booty. <laughs> he has his own. I, I, I didn't. He, he doesn't have his own, but he's the face of a. Oh, well, he you. was. I, well, anyway, Sark has the better gig, so they could call him all he wants. He'd be like, "Dude, do you do know I have Arch Manning?" Is New England this? Are we looking at New England as a terrible gig? That's a terrible gig. They have. You got nothing. a great owner though. They they have about four good players. That is not a good job. So of of those that are available, it's a no timeout. I'm gonna say this: it's a great job if you've never had a head coaching job. Okay, so that's okay. That's the that's what I'm for New England. It's a great job if you've never had a head coaching right, job. What is the 32. Alabama job? Is it a great? It's a great, great job. job. It's a great job if you are. Lower end power five, non power five. So it's only a great job if you're stepping up, right? If it's a lateral move, what yeah, you do? No, if it's a lateral move, you stay put. So if I'm Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss, why? Why would I go there? Right. It's like me with my house. Like I would love to move, but I can, my house is going to be the same house for two hundred thousand more. So why would I leave for a lateral move? You know what I mean? Like it would mm-hmm. be stupid for me to go get a new house right now. It doesn't it does it just doesn't make sense. My house is the same as these houses that are three fifty. So no, why would I leave? Ole Miss is going now that Nick Saban is gone, Alabama right now, 
just fell to middle of the pack SEC team because mm-hmm. of the portal and because of this next recruiting class, like because pretty much because of the portal. A lot of those guys, a lot of these freshmen that Nick had this year, you think they're sticking around when the next portal opens? Hell no. No. That's how much he meant to that to that or that institution. You think of the the ramifications of Saban's exit, and they go pretty far because not only does it mean there's a dozen general managers and athletic directors mm-hmm. around the country who woke up a little nervous this morning because their guy might very well want to be the Alabama next head coach, but think of the money that was invested on these TV deals for the SEC that included the very idea that, you know, Nick Saban ain't going anywhere. Why would he leave? And we'll have Nick Saban and Alabama as right. the monolith to stick around for the next couple of years as we spend a billion dollars to carry the SEC in Alabama. And now Saban retiring. Because I, I bring that up good point, Rob. because look at what has happened to Duke and North Carolina without Coach K and Roy Williams. I mean, the fall is fast, man. That's go, why I feel like Alabama's the middle, of, they're middle of the road. Immediately. It's immediate. It's not like, oh, you know, this freshman class will be through, so we got three years to find an answer. No, no, you've got, you've got no time. You, it will, you will be average immediately. Damn. So the, the money that, if I'm ESPN, who picked up the SEC away from CBS, that just got a little bit less valuable. Great point. I didn't even think about the TV deal. But you get Texas coming. <laughs> and OU. Oh. <laughs> Man, it just it galls me to no end that Texas gets to join the SEC without Saban. Not just it. Not, think about how long it's been. They just beat him, though, Rob. Well, yeah. They just beat him. See, the SEC has had a Saban shark swimming around. I mean, they, it was LSU before that, and he was winning there. I know. And the the year you decide to show, he leaves. They ran him off. So he scared of Sark. Sark scared Sark, him off. Sark beat him by double digits in Bama. In Bama. Bama didn't want none of that heat. Nah, man. Nick is like, once Nick realized, like, damn. I just had a kid tell me to screw off because he's making two hundred fifty k a year. Like I don't do. I really want to do this. And then the other thing Nick said was that you know he that was wearing on him. This was a few months back. He was like, I got, I get all these freshmen. These all these freshmen want to play. He said, I've he said I've had hundreds of kids get drafted, and I've had hundreds of coaches call me. And he said, not one NFL coach has ever asked me, did he play as a freshman? <laughs> <laughs> Yet that's all these kids worry about. That is the true. Put that and on like, a shirt. And like, do you do you want to keep dealing with that at seventy two? Yeah, he we you, you know what, Rob? We should have known he was retiring when he bought that Ferrari. Remember, he got that Ferrari a little earlier this year, and I was like, "Hey, man, did you see Saban getting in this Ferrari?" That was this. That was the red flag that we ignored. You know what? That, that is. <laughs> you know, think about that when he jumped in that Ferrari. I was like, oh. I should have been known. Say, oh, yo, Saban's on his way out. You wonder about Robert Earl King sings about old bulls and their work is never done. Yeah, is Saban an old bull? Do you think this what guy? That, wait, will, give me their definition. Can he of walk old away bull? from football? Can this guy literally? I mean, because it just seems like guys like him and Belichick, like I, what are on earth? 
is going to occur in their lives to keep them in the, even in the smallest about motivated? Uh, the thing about it is I worry about Saban's wife. <laughs> I worry about her because she, she he's, he's going to be, you know how, you know, he's, yes. he, he ain't going to know what the hell to do with himself. He has to go to TV, right? Because so, it ain't out of him. Football's not out of his system. The way football is ran now is he's over that. But I don't think he can just go home and go fishing and go play golf with Peter Burns. I don't think he's going to do that. He has a lake house that's pretty legendary. I've heard. I've heard. And playing golf with Peter Burns is also pretty legendary. Not on, not on the same. It's not like playing not golf. quite the it's same. It's not like playing golf with, you know, Joe Ryanagle or James Pleasure. No, but not, it'll, it'll, not it's, nearly. it's okay. I mean, he did play with the Roadrunners. He's, he'll be the first one to tell you that, too. Like a vegan? <laughs> he leads... He leads with that. You know, it's funny we talk about those two. And Pete Carroll's firing, it, it's it's an interesting situation because it appears that they were trying to keep him around. You know, kind of like we Who, Carroll? Yeah, that they wanted to kind of keep him. At least that was like he would move down the hall and be the face. Right. Uh, we'd love to have him as part of, you know, a, a play a role in the program, whatever that might be. And He's the one who appears like, dude, I am not done. I'm not done. Not dead no, yet. No, no. He said, I'm hella fired up. No, Pete Pete wants some interviews. That's a dude I'd go get. Rob, you don't want Pete Carroll. Well, no, not. You don't want Pete. There's there's I'm not saying for the Cowboys. You're just saying in general, if I'm a GM. If I'm a GM, he's kind of like uh, a really good backup quarterback that you could play. He's Tyron Taylor. That you know. He ain't here forever, but in the meantime, right? I'll win a bunch of football games with him. It, the best thing that Carolina could do would be to go get Pete Carroll. The best thing that Atlanta could do, not Bill Belichick. Well, Belichick—that's well, no, I, Belichick obviously a better offer, but that's a very different tack to take. And will Belichick and the way that he operates will he be able to operate in Atlanta, which is a a good question. I don't know what kind of owner uh, he gets. Mr. Justin, Blank is. He gets Justin Fields. He can operate. But I know what Pete Carroll brings to a program, and it is energy. It is vigor. I mean, what Pete Carroll brings is a, a an appreciation for the fun of the game, and it translates to the team. It translates to the fans. You might not always be winning, but you're having fun out there. And and Pete Carroll can help to put things. Right on on a program in Carolina that is lost in the fog, man. I don't yeah. know what to think about what Carolina well, is. This is what I'm gonna say with these three guys, Rob. It this is the only, this is one of the things that sucks about doing radio this early in the morning. <laughs> and, I, and I'm gonna, let me explain. <laughs> let me explain because I feel like today, but because everything's on the fly, this all happens at night, right? All this went down last night, and then Belichick this morning. Today, like if you're the Blitz. You get the opportunity to be like, hey, you know what we're going to do today? We're going to reflect. We're going to think about our favorite Belichick moments. We could reflect on Nick Saban's career, and we can reflect on Pete Carroll's career going all the way back to USC. And then tomorrow, we could come in and start talking about what's next. Because we really, because you really got to think about the three guys in a 24-hour span we lost. It's about, well, it, I'm, I'm throwing Pete in there but to be nice. But we really got to think about, we just lost Saban and Bill Belichick. That is 15. How many Saban got? Nine? 
No, Saban don't have nine. It's seven. See, Saban has seven. Bill has six. Thirteen titles. We should be really be spending time, but I I can't look all that up on the fly. Bill Belichick gets fired at six oh five. You know what I mean? It's, but, like we should really be talking about what they accomplished. Like it's kind of like what Harbaugh said. Him, no, though. we're not eulogizing him. We're just like, okay, well, where's he going? And where's he going? And who's coming in? It's just like what uh, Harbaugh said the other night, Rob, on Monday. Can, can I just enjoy this, bro? <laughs> why? Why does it always got to be? Well, what's be next? careful of your motives when you say stuff like that. So Who, if, Harbaugh? If, I, if Harbaugh wasn't leaving anywhere or going anywhere under any kind of pressure, it was more about are you signing this or there was a, an important question. He said, "Can I just enjoy that?" Well, it's like, then I would buy it. But when you well, remember when Roy Williams was like, "Hey, I got kids in there yeah, crying," so I'm not thinking about North Carolina. Then three yeah, days later, yeah, he yes, was headed to North Carolina. Yes, y'all. So. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to get that. This happened of, to us at 605. That kind of credit. But I will also say that I believe of with the three names we're talking about, there's only one period end of sentence. And I think the period end What's of the sentence is Saban. I think Saban's done. I don't think That's we're going to see him on the sidelines ever again. Where I'm pretty comfortable in the fact in the next 12 months, I'm going to see both Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick coaching someplace else. So I don't feel Fair. too bad about looking forward because the Belichick era in New England has been done for three years. Are we sure Belichick's going to come back? Do I, we, no, I don't think anybody knows him well enough to answer that question. The only reason I agree with the fact that he will be because I think that Belichick looks at Brady like uh, his great white whale. Like there is still something for me to accomplish. It's the 2014, 2016 it's the Spurs left. I got a bunch of rings, but I got one more thing I got to do, and that's beat the Heat. I got one more thing I got to do. I got to get a ring right. to prove to myself and the world that it wasn't just Tom. So I think there's a drive still there to do it, at least in the short term. Uh, Pete Carroll, he's still Jack. Well, Pete, I'm not. Look, I, he's, he's I, love, I love Pete. I'm I'm going to put Pete on a different golf cart. The golf cart, the golf cart of golf carts is Nick. And Bill Pete is just in there because I'm trying to be nice, and I like that he chews gum really hard and a whole bunch of pieces in one game. But Pete is not in there; he's not in their league. No, not even. He's not even. He's not. not, no, he's, he's not a legend. He's not even in the same room, right, at and, all. And uh, when I talk about Pete Carroll coaching again, uh, he's a bridge. He's a replacement. He's a short-term fix. To what would have been what's been long term issues. We're saying goodbye and we're saying mm. hello to a couple. Six five six three seven seven six six five six ESPN is Nick Saban is gone. Uh, we can uh, figure what he might be doing, but who's going to be standing on those sidelines? Who's coming that direction? It's certainly worthy of conversation. If you have an idea, let us know. Texas fan, you worried? You worried? We'll talk about that. And hey, the Cowboys have a playoff game, and the Spurs won. They did. Uh, that's that's the news. Oh, by the way, the All Pro list is out, and Micah's not on it. We're going to talk about that. That's after oh, eight o'clock. Nobody, nobody rushes to pass it like me. <laughs> yeah, there's Rupus two other the guys that do. Hey, we'll tell you who the very best of the best are. That's going to be at eight o'clock. Coming back, your thoughts as we say goodbye to Saban, we say goodbye to Belichick, and we say goodbye to Pete Carroll. This is R and R. You're on ninety four one San Antonio Sports Star. <laughs> It's O six hundred. What's the O stand for? Oh my God! It's early. Wake me up! Wake me up! Wake up! Wake up! Wake me up! Wake me up! Wake up! Rob.
Bob Thompson. You don't believe the other way in transition to the back oh. with a left hand slam. I want some nasty. Rudy J. Cowboys win. How else would you settle this game? Begin each day as if it were on purpose. I wake up in the morning, I piss excellent. R and R in the morning on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Small Friday, because that's what it is. Uh, This is Rudy J. Rob Thompson, Easy E, driving you all the way till 10 o'clock. The DH helping us get there. We're glad you're with us this hour. Lots of talk about former coaches and who's going to fill their spots. As Belichick out at New England, uh, Saban retiring from Bama, Pete Carroll out at uh, Seattle, and a new list of uh, uh, all pros are out. Now, this isn't the... uh, the all pro list that gets the money and the uh, from the media, right? Yeah, That's media, a bunch is, of writers. This is and I never played. Yeah, this. <laughs> we know how much we love that. Uh, <laughs> this is a the all pro list as provided to us by the NFL Players Association, and as it was released, this is how the header on the page. For too long, we've allowed everyone else to define the best of us as players. Now we make the call with the players all pro team presented to you by one team partner. Now the hell that is. Now, when they do the top 100 at the beginning of the season that's voted on by the players, and now the Players Association has put on one voted on by the players. Considering, you know, the Micah Parsons of the world want to tell us, Rob, you and I, we don't know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You never even played in high school. Skip Bayless only averaged one point a game. Stephen A. only averaged a point and a half a game. Okay, fine. Let's put it in the players' hands, Micah Parsons. Let's have the guys who defend you if you get suspended. Let's have a guy who tries to get you the most money when you're in the collective bargain agreement. Let's have them vote on you, Mike, and see if you're Mr. Mm-hmm. Nobody rushes like me. Nobody gets schemed like me. Let's take it out of Rob's hands. Let's take it out of Rudy's hands. Let's take it out of Stephen A's hands, Rob. What do his peers think about Micah Parsons? They think at the very best he's third. All right, then. So I, I can't wait for on the edge next week. What are you going to say to the Players Association, guys who actually laced them up, Micah? Because they think Max Crosby and Miles Garrett are better than you. But nobody gets schemed like you do. But your peers, some probably donning yellow jackets, think Max Crosby, a guy who inhales cigars, like really they think he's better than you. Uh, but th- there's no... There's no disgrace not getting in no, it's underneath not. It's Max not. Crosby I'm just, and Miles Garrett. I'm just having some but fun no, with no, Mike. you're right. And I think more than anything else, he's a victim of expectations. Because right. he had a hell of a year. I mean, Great I, year. I ain't mad at him. And he got better. Yes. He I, got better. But let's we have to be realistic here. Miles Garrett and Max Crosby had better years. They did. I, I, I think this. the players were right here. And you know, whenever I, I, I think they're right on Miles. Well, I think, Max, we could, have a, we could have a serious debate. Maybe. And if it's quantified sure. on sacks alone, Crosby, total play, everybody and their brother would take Mike over Max Absolutely. Crosby. So, but we, we, when coaches vote on the coaches poll in college football, we go, oh, yeah, they don't, they don't pay attention. Well, why do we give players that kind of respect? Well, they do know. They know. Well, we, I mean,. I mean, I guess I'm assuming I mean, they do. I mean, Micah has the Browns over the Texans. But I would do this. I don't know how he knows, but he has that. I, I would say this. If we're going to have players vote on this, I want left tackles only voting on edge rushers. And I want edge rushers only voting on left tackles or right tackles. I want the guys that are – I 
what I know does, what you mean. What does Chris Jones know about punting that I don't? <laughs> I don't know. You know. So you can vote on him, but I can vote just as well on a punter. Let the special teams receiving guys vote on the punter. That's fair. You know what I mean? And if you did that, then I think we get the best representation. Only reason I get upset with this list, because I think it's pretty downright good. It's close. Except Travis Kelsey at tight end. And well, let's give you the rundown. Lamar Jackson at quarterback. Okay. Travis Kelsey at tight end. Okay. Uh, Tyreek Hill and CeeDee Lamb at wide receiver. Hold on. Let me think. Fair. Uh, Christian McCaffrey. Fair. At running back. Um, Kyle uh, Jersich. He's the only fullback. fullback. Yeah, so he's, he's the only, only fullback in the whole league. So yeah, he gets it by default. Him and Lepke would have won, but he fumbled. But there you go. So he can't get it. Uh, Trent Williams at left tackle. Uh, Joel Batonio and Tyler Smith tied. So they're both on the list. Tyler guard. Smith, shout out to them. Uh, Lane Johnson at the uh, of course. Uh, Zach Martin, of course. Of course. Uh, Jason Kelsey, of course. Uh, of course. So uh, you see that you go. Well, players know. But the Kelsey one to me kind of feels like I would have went Kittle. Probably two or three. But or if he yeah. if he wouldn't have tore his ACL, I would have went with the kid from Minnesota, Hodgkinson. Oh, uh, TJ Hawkinson. I would have went with him if he didn't get hurt. Go he has, ahead. He has good hair. Uh, the 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 votes that looks appropriate. Like these players know, and I don't think I would argue about it at all. None. Uh, the Cowboys did have a, a four total uh, on the defensive side of the ball. It's Aaron Donald. Chris Is Aaron Jones. there because of his name? There's not that nobody's passed up Aaron Donald yet. I'm going to be real honest, Rudy. I didn't watch I enough know. Rams I don't games know. to yeah, tell me you. Neither. So I don't know how well he did. I do know that I saw enough of uh, Chris Jones to know he belongs Yeah, he there. belongs. Uh, Miles Garrett, we've talked about enough about him, and Max Crosby as well. We can have a debate on Max. We can't, we're can't. we not debating Miles. No, but no. Max, we can say, maybe it should be TJ. Maybe it should be Micah. Right. Maybe it should be Khalil Mack. Like, there's a debate with Max, but not with Miles Garrett. Dexter Lawrence of the oh, Giants, down right in the middle. Fred Warner. Best in the uh, game. Roquan, yes. Uh, Jesse Bates, I, you, you tell me he's good at free safety, I'll believe you. I, I don't I thought the Tampa Bay safety, gosh, tip of my tongue. Tampa Bay safety, he's really good, too. Anyway, go K- ahead. Kyle Hamilton uh, with the Ravens uh, oh, at Strong. Deron Bland, that is a vote by number alone. Because I don't even think he's be- he's not a better cover than Gilmore. There's a lot. I mean, what, what Gilmore what Gilmore did to AJ Brown, I was like, oh okay, you the real deal. So the NFL players voted on Deron Bland, Bland and Pat Sertain as your starting cornerbacks, which I think there's probably eight or nine dudes that all have a claim to the throne for sure. I don't know. I, I, I can tell you this: Deron Bland, Anton Anton Winfield Jr. Yes, he's he's part, he's one of my favorite safeties. Go ahead. Uh, and uh, to round out your special teams, Aubrey at kicker. Uh, punter is AJ Cole. Uh, your your punt returner is uh, Darius Davis, and your kick returner is uh, Keyshawn Nixon from the Packers. Um, you got some jammers in there too, guys okay. you'll never hear from. But that's that's your all pro list according to the NFL Players, Players Association. Association. Right. And it's I think it's probably a lot like the Golden Globes. I mean, there might be some variation <laughs> between the Globes and the Oscars, but for the right. most part, I think those are the. If I'm a voter, I look at this. What are the players saying? Right. Now, you pointed out earlier, now Travis Kelsey is still, the Kelsey brothers still front and center, but the, the flame is dimming on Travis. Because they're playing, they're not playing really well. And, you know. What did the NFL do to him? Oh, the NFL released an ad for the playoffs, and they put this ad out on YouTube. This isn't, you know, RDH. This isn't you, me. This is the NFL released a commercial on YouTube where they called him. 
Travis Swift. <laughs> now, my last name got my daddy's blood on it, <laughs> as, as Ike Turner said famously. That, that, that's my daddy. That, that's my name. I got my daddy's blood on it. I know she's worth a billion dollars. You can't call me Travis Swift. I'm sorry. I draw the line there. You can't. Look, I get it. She's the draw. She's the catch. Whatever. The NFL can't stoop to San Antonio sports star level. We can do that. Like, if we want to put it out there that he's Travis Swift, I think that's okay. But the NFL, like, they're making no bones about it, Rob. They are soaking this this Swifty thing all the way up, which is why they put them on Peacock. Remember when we speculated that? Like, maybe they put this game on Peacock to get the Swifties to tune in, and uh, then they put out a commercial calling them Travis Swift. Mm-hmm. The, the speculation is uh, It ain't no speculation. True. It's, it's true. They did it. And they're going to buy it, and they're going to see us. Do you know Arrowhead is covered in three feet of snow? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Yeah. Arrowhead is covered in snow right now. And, that's, and y'all want us to go buy Peacock for that. Sorry. I got to see what Taylor's wearing. What are you talking about? I got there's fashion choices. There's things that are in play here that are far above and beyond a football game. What are you talking about? And what made me mad about her? Sorry, Swifties. You're soaking this up too, Taylor. But then you get mad at my man from the Golden Globes because he called you on it and you leave the Golden Globes. Like you're part like you're you're taking this in because you're gaining fans as well. So what's his name? Joe Joy Joe Coy? Joe Coy, the, the Joe uh, Coy makes fun of it lightheartedly. If you're at the Golden Globes, you should expect that to happen. Then you get up and leave. Is that why he, she left? I thought she did. Well, he he called her out, and then well, when she didn't win her award, like that's like you leaving graduation after your son graduates. Like who does that, Ryan? But <laughs> but I'm, I'm out. Why am I here? Yeah, I like I come Taylor. She got mad. Remember, she stone faced the joke, but yeah, mm-hmm. she's soaking it up. I don't know. That's kind of that's kind of weak sauce. That's kind of is very this generation ish of her. I appreciate what Kelsey is doing because you strike strike while the iron is hot. I mean, you if when, no Kelsey got to get. Offer, get it. I don't blame him. He's getting money. He's on the TV. Shot, push insurance. Right. Push the Swifties. Push it. Push it. Push it because it's running out of time. Right. And I think he probably knew his body was about at the end of the run anyway. Just like you know, his brother's trying to retire for the last couple of years and they keep pulling him back in. And now. You get the, well, the, the Swifty edition, and now they're taking your last name. Well, check this out. I think this is a good poll, Ryan. You want, if you had your choice, you going Jake Brownings or Taylor Swift? You always, you always take the money. I feel like you always take the money. As really, we have this position in life as we've experienced a lot. <laughs> A lot. A lot. We've seen things that some of the, the younger generation hasn't right. seen. We've been through some eras, and we've all seen this. Yes. We, yeah. At, at the end of the day, Travis. Um, Travis wins. Travis wins. I'm sorry. Like, it's 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 Taylor. I don't care what you think of Jake Brown, his girlfriend. Yeah. I don't care what you think of her. You always day, take the money. Because uh, look, look at Travis's life. There's a life. lot of wags out there. Look at Travis's, look at his life. I, his, you, and this is a three-month span and where people are dumping millions of dollars at his doorstep. He landed, like, you always take the level up. The great white whale, he landed it. He got it in the boat. 
You got, you got, we've all chased it. it, it you always take the money, man. For many, many years. You always take the money. And Taylor is not a bad-looking young lady. She's not my cup of tea. No. But we've but already, it, we, we've progressed from what, in the middle of September to I love yous on camera. You, you have, you've, you've, you've won, man. Yeah. You, statistically and by every other measure. Yeah, now, man, Jake Browning, money. that's going to end up being expensive. One way or the other, that's going to end up costing. But see, Jake's got a problem on his hands. And let me tell you why. That's what she rolled with because she knew, like, so she goes to the game, right? Just thinking, I'm just going to support my man. No. Nope. Next thing you know, I'm, oh, they put me on TV? Let me go find. Next week. Let me go find a cat, a white cat woman suit and an orange bucket hat. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, and will it after, glitter? Can it glitter? Yeah, for after me? the first couple of weeks when she realized they were panning to her, she ordered yeah. from Sheen. <laughs> a pretty little thing, a white cat suit, pleather, and an orange bucket hat. Jake, yeah, there was plans. That that you was, might um, you you might have a little problem on your hands, it's bro. It's gonna get expensive. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna cost you a dollar or two. It's worth it. I'm not like, saying it's not an e-ticket ride. Like, what? It's I'm worth gonna... the price of admission, but it's gonna cost you a couple pennies. And you got to remember, he leaves the house at six in the morning. Oh yeah, he didn't see that. Yeah. <laughs> He's on, he's on the football field. He looked up and saw his girl painted white with an orange bucket hat. Painted. Painted white. Painted. Spray painted white. Painted. I play it, and I see that going around the world. He knew exactly what at that moment. You know, you, that's when you get home. Hey, honey. They Have a had, good day? I got in the locker room. The guys had you on loop. They thought it was funny. It's unnerving, honey. Interesting outfit, honey. There are pictures of you in my, my I'm gonna go locker to bed. room. I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> yeah, Jake, that's gonna cost you. Yeah, Jake, you got a you got a handful on your hands, bro. Hold on tight. It doesn't come around often. Can she do the splits? That's really the question. That will that be answered uh, when we come back around Ben? We do have some football to talk about, and and a lot of different ways. We had a surprising in, exit or an end uh, as Bill Belichick is done at the. Uh, New England Patriot land. Uh, we were saying goodbye to Nick Saban as well. And Pete Carroll left the job opening that could very well be filled by a Dallas Cowboy, uh, uh, the defensive coordinator. That's worthy of discussion, and we're going to do it at 8.30. But next, 20 minutes and a triple-double. It was done last night in the victory. The Spurs win. Imagine what could happen if Victor actually played regular professional minutes. We'll look at what happened against Detroit and see if they can do it again against Charlotte coming up. We're talking Spurs right here on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Good morning, everybody. Jason Minix here from the Blitz starting at 2 o'clock today. Getting ready for Cowboys Packers on Sunday. Stephen Jones will join us at 345. We'll talk Texans with John McClain at 515. Nick Saban is out. Pete Carroll is out. Who else is out? We'll discuss. Hey, Rob, how nice is it to know that your coach isn't in the running for the Alabama job? Yeah, that's nice. I think that was like a low-key shot. Yeah, it was. Like a, it, was to, a, it was like a shot other that words, was taken and and required. Yeah, in other words, Mike Elko is not worthy. No, but my, you know, um, Jimbo. It's funny the irony of all this because Jimbo made out like a bandit. I mean, that's in every sense of the word. Jimbo is winning. Yeah, but if he had been truly winning, he would be. Did he have Bama ties? Um, he was well, Saban ties, right? Yeah, you know, he and Saban coached together. Yeah. 
Um, there is a and it's it's I can see if I had been coaching in the SEC mm-hmm. that it would be a move. But I think you defined it best that now that Saban is gone, Alabama becomes Ole Miss, and Alabama becomes a And They're just another well-funded with SEC program with a rich history for sure. But they're just another well-funded SEC program that is no better or worse than. Only thing, three others. There's only two men that can save him: Kirby Smart and D'Amico Ryan's. Everybody else is still just, is still just like, oh, that one team that plays in Tuscaloosa. They're gonna, they've, they've fallen back to the earth. They've fallen back to earth. They're in a different stratosphere. They've fallen back to earth with the exit of Nick Saban. Now, if they can land D'Amico Ryan's, which they won't, because he has Patrick Mahomes 2.0, or they can get Kirby to come home. Well, not home because Kirby graduated from Georgia, so. Yeah, it's, it's not, no not going to happen. Gonna... Neither one of those guys are leaving their jobs. They have great gigs, so it doesn't make sense. Kirby, it's a step down. Yeah. <laughs> not a lateral move. It's right. literally a step down. Right. Agreed. Uh, we'll listen to you uh, if you will call us. Talk to us, 656-377-6656-ESPN. And as the uh, coaching carousel turns, Dan Quinn now front and center as uh, Pete Carroll exits Seahawks, he is a favorite son. Uh, he was there during the glory days. Will he return? We'll talk about that in a couple minutes. But we do need to talk about a triple-double that happened in a ridiculous amount of time last night. Uh, Wimby went and got a triple-double in just a little over 20 minutes. 21 minutes, uh, 16 points, 12 rebounds, 10 assists. It was a glue guy triple-double. The best kind of triple-double, if you ask me. Was the best kind of triple double because it was quick and efficient, or what? What the efficient say that? part of oh, okay, that? Because efficient. no turnovers, right? And they were, and I'm not gonna. There was a concerted attempt to get him that tenth. You know, it wasn't Russell Westbrook esque, right? But there was a concerted effort to get him that triple double. No, see, shout out to Westbrook, love you. But it was well known on the Thunder team during those times. Like a per- perfect example is a free throw. Everybody would bail. And let Russ get the Go rebound. Get yeah, yeah. So it was some stat padding in there. So, but this was it was a bit of padding. But what I loved about it was the way that if you're only gonna play 21 minutes, right? They better be triple double worthy effort minutes. And at le- while we don't get a lot of it, at least while he's in there, it is 110 percent effort. There is no, you know, let me rest on offense and play hard defense, which is the right. old the old way that pros made it through 42 minutes a game. Right, he is given everything, and I will say from the eight-minute mark of the first quarter to about the I don't know the ten-minute mark of the second quarter, it was as good of an exp- exhibition of what Wimby will be in the NBA that uh, we have gotten so far. That he did, he grabbed rebounds, he led the pass break. We had an outlet pass that was that on was... a dime. We also had a nutmeg pass, bounce pass through the legs. We had a cutter go. We had a three point shot made. We had a hard pick made. We did. He did everything that he will be expected to do every time on the court for about four minutes, and he was exhausted by the time he was done. That, which is bad. That ain't. The, no, no, no. I don't. You know, I, I'm not going to harp on it because again, I think Pop has done a good job of managing it, Rob. But I don't say Wimby winded for nothing. Because we've seen it quite a bit. Where and again, I think the air up there is thinner. I, I don't <laughs> it's, like, it's and serious. that's not even something we could ask Doc Garrett because Doc's into like rehab stuff. That's something we'd have to ask. Like, I don't know what type of doctor it is on what goes on with the respiratory system of somebody seven five. It's different, clearly, because Pop makes sure 
to get him rest in like first quarter. Then he'll bring him out in the third. Then he'll bring him out in the fourth. Even in the fourth quarter, Wimby can be rolling. Pop gets him out of there. So mm-hmm. it's clearly something that they've studied and they know that it's different look, look for him. Look at Boban and his points per minute production. It's right. through the freaking ceiling. I mean, right. the, the per minute on the court, he puts numbers up like Wimby does, kind of. Right. But it's four and five minutes at a burst. And I remember Yao Ming dealing with the same issue, that there right. just wasn't enough wind to get these seven, five dudes up and down the court consistently without getting into the situation where they are resting on offense and just playing so, defense and things like that. Like I think of game seven 2016 finals Cavs versus Golden State Cavs have come back from 3-1 it's now 3-3 LeBron has to play 48 minutes that game so when when we if if it ever gets to that point Rob because we've seen I don't care who it is Rob I don't care. Yeah, I'm, I'm pointing out LeBron, but there's been plenty of stars that played had to play 44 to 46 minutes because the game is so big. So if we get to that point where this team gets to you know deep into a Western Conference Final or deep into a Finals, and we can't have him play 40 some 46 48 minutes, right? I've seen Kobe have to play 48 minutes. Tim's played 44 45 minutes because the game is so big. If this is a real thing that the Wimby winded thing is real, that just can't happen. You know, because we've not been there before. I'm looking I, way I down the. I'm looking way down the street. But what the point that you made was LeBron was only 20 when he did this, and we talk and we've heard Pop say, "Hey, they're young. Yeah, he's going to play every night, but he's just not going to play very many minutes." I, I think he is fully capable of running 40 minutes. Oh, okay, in a game. okay, you know, cool. I, then I, I, then think, I'm good. Then I'm good. And I but. But you've brought up something important. We're not going to know he's capable until he actually does it. And when is he going to do it? I mean, at what point do you go, all right, tonight you're going to run. We're going to play you past the point of exhaustion that you've ever had before. When do you do that with a billion-dollar entity? When do you decide tonight on the on a, on a game court, we're going to push you further than you've ever been pushed on a court? There are going to be times when you are so tired, you've never been more tired on the court than you will be tonight. When do you do right. that? Because at some point you no, gotta not, see him do for not when you're five and thirty. No, that's it. Yeah, but no. on the other side, yeah, not the when minimalism that we saw last night, you couldn't have timed it better. I mean, you've got a, a triple double, no turnovers done in as short a time as there's ever been done before in the NBA since they've been keeping notes on turnovers, and that Crazy. was in 1970. Only Iguodala was younger and did as, as well, and Andre Iguodala did that about eight years ago. The Spurs win. Are they starting a streak? Uh, next time we talk Spurs in the 9 o'clock hour, they get Charlotte. Is there a two in a row in, a, in the offing? Well, think of the possibilities. But first, you know, as, as you look at success for the Dallas Cowboys, success is measured by, in a lot of ways, how many people leave or are asked to come and work True. for you afterwards. And I think the Cowboys are going to pay a price. Dan Quinn might very well already have a job lined up and didn't even realize it was coming. We're talking Cowboys and who might be leaving as they get ready for a Packers team that is primed and hot and ready to come into Dallas and show it off. We're talking Cowboys next. It's R&R, and you're on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. R&R in the morning on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Hey, good morning to you. 
Hey, we're playing golf, baby, and it's not very far away. We do it twice a year, and the first one comes up in March. We're playing out at the Golf Club of Texas. You want details. I know you want them. You know you need it. Go to sasportstar.com. Click there. We already have golfers. Yeah, of course we do. Why wouldn't we? I mean, I'm just saying. Well, I mean, we the there's two teams signed up, right, Ryan? Yep. And they both came what during when? Yesterday. Yesterday during our show. During our show? Yeah. Oh, just making sure. We moved the needle. Just I'm just making sure. Uh for those of you that do want to play and don't want to be left out of what is one of the best events that we do all year long, uh go to SASportsStar.com for all the details. We are gonna have thirty six teams full of four scratch golfers. You can tell by their scorecards at the end of the day that they're all really, really good. I had no idea. And with the winning score of 33, <laughs> boo. Not even possible. Now, nah, there's a, uh, you do know if you cheat at golf when, you know. God's watching. That keeps you out of heaven. Yeah, God's watching. That keeps you out of heaven. I promise you. You have to play nothing but munis I in refuse, heaven. I refuse to cheat at golf. Refuse. Well, define cheat. Saying you got a bogey when you know you got a triple. Well, I can say, well, on an individual, no, it's not worth it. Everybody watching me. But uh, the gimmies. No, there's no such thing. Don't cheat the golf gods. That's how you stay at a 22 handicap forever. I'm down to 21. Well, see, I'm handicapped by the rules, which is a bad thing. But uh, we're playing golf on March the 25th. Sign up as early as you can because once it's full, it's full. And by my math. It'll We're down cool. to 136 available spots. And there's a QR code on the flyer, all that. Go sign up now. One of y'all just pay the whole fee and then just get the money back from your buddy. And, and it's benefiting the uh, keep my wife's name <laughs> out your... No, it is benefiting the Will Smith Foundation, but not that Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we had to go to the website for that. But yes, it's a worthy... Keep- Worthy, worthy. And uh, we're doing it at a new place this year, our favorite Where? course in town, the Golf Club of Texas. Uh, they, they host a uh, pretty good uh, party anyway. Oh, dude. Then you, 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 you got, throw us up in there. Yeah, you got live music. You got weddings. And yeah. see, this is kind of out there, so I can't imagine what, like, the uh, dude. 10th hole. Dude, 19th. Oh, 10th or 19th? I'm talking about the ones that are out there. Oh, so yeah. Like, once you get out of the... You know, everybody's played the it's back nine. Course. It's, um, course. it's going to be a good time. So uh, go sign up early. Go to your boss. Let's say it's, man, it's a write-off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Take Monday off. Uh, on Sunday, uh, go join James. Uh, we're watching uh, football live out at Twin Peaks. We've got a pregame party kicking as the Cowboys take on the Packers. They'll be on all those big old screens at Twin Peaks. He'll be out at the Park North location from 1 to 3. When James travels, he brings his swag. We'll have third-eye blind tickets, amongst other many great things. As and, long as uh, he's not in those red Texan shorts. So is he going to wear, um, yeah. He can't wear those red Texan shorts until spring. Because he was decked out in Texan gear this past week because it was playing and get in. But I'm like, bro, he's 42. Did he have leggings? Did he have his red leggings on? Oh, the, those, those tights he wears. James can, can suoed up, man. He can go full Texan. No, from James, shoot a, James shoot a hat. Get, he gets fly. He gets fly. Mm-hmm. He gets fly. Especially when he wears Tennessee Titans. Since we got Romy. Houston Oiler. Um. Do I owe a break or do we get to take no, this party the all the tip. way to the end of the we're park? We're going to the tippy. To the very top. Just the tip. Uh, that being said. Why did we ever say that? Like, what did that, what was that going to do? No, we're not even going to go there. Oh, okay. My that's, bad. A, that's a slippery slope. 
Uh, it, it, it can't get slippery. Yeah, just, see, there we go. Let's see. It, it, it goes south fast. Ed was ignoring me. That's uh, yesterday on our group chat, what Ryan happened? posted something about Green Bay and the Dallas. He's a troll. Did, did you he, know? He's a Cowboy fan, but he's a troll because he likes to get us riled up. That's this, his job. This is truly astounding. I knew it was bad. I didn't know it was this bad. Over the last 10 games since 2009, the Packers are 9-1 and one against the Cowboys. This ain't no rivalry. This is Green Bay Chicago kind of stuff. We are nine and one over a decade. No, say that last part again. This is Green Bay, Chicago. This is Aaron Rodgers owning you. They own us. Well, the, well, the good thing is Aaron Rodgers can't play for them this time. Nine and one in their last ten versus. You see, I thought my Bears had it bad. Little did I know the Cowboys are just as bad. How arrogant That's, are we that we didn't? Yo, I didn't even know that. That is awesome. I knew it was bad. I didn't know it was bad. So let's see: seventeen seven, forty five seven. Jeez, Louise. Ooh, is it thirty six, thirty seven? Is that that? Um, yeah, that's that's the one that hurts. Yeah, twenty six, twenty one, twenty eight seven. Damn, Aaron. So Aaron owned the Bears and the Boys. Yes, he did. This is the anniversary of Des caught it today, right? Is that, today, I just hear that? T- nine years ago today, Des dropped it. You got to control the ball all the way through the ground. Yeah. Did the ball hit the ground or not? By the rules I'm as they the were question. at that time. By the rules as they were being applied nine years ago, that was a catch every day of the week. Today, no, probably not. But this is the thing that I got to always remind Cowboy fan of: when you look at nine and one in the last ten, right? There was four minutes left. He was still going to rip your throat out like it was Roadhouse. Ah, uh, no. Like that, it, it was still gonna. He was still gonna Patrick Swayze Roadhouse your esophagus. He had four minutes left. Like everybody leaves that part out. Like oh, he caught it and he I, owned I think, you. He was about to go down the field and score anyway. But what I will my reply to that is I'm listening. That was the team that it wasn't going to happen to. I mean, I'm not saying that other teams it was. That was a Super Bowl championship team. And you look at what happened at that moment. The fortunes changed for both those franchises. Things shifted, went different directions. Cowboys have not come close since. You're going to tell me that that was not a catch. Fair. Let's say it's a catch. And let's say, Rob, I'll even give you the two-point conversion. And you go up 29-26 with 4.30 left in Aaron's house. I, I'm not saying Come that. On, it, man. But this was a team that was defensively capable of doing it. They had and, already given up 26. Yeah. Yeah. In my brain, and I'm a, I'm a Cowboys apologist to an extent, and a lot of these losses they deserve because they were flawed teams. This was not a flawed football no, team. Well, 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 guess it. Okay. I'll give them this game, Rob. Give, let's say Des caught it. I'll give them this game. Legion of Boom is waiting on you. Yes, <laughs> it wouldn't have been easy. But I, I, in my brain, as the and I still to this day will contend that was a, was a it championship. A catch or no? It was a catch by the rules as it was as it was explained Lucky. to me up until that moment. But as they defined it and changed the rules today, no, it's not. But at that point, I still will will go to my grave believing that was a catch. I'm looking at it again, Rob. In, to, in 2023, that ain't a catch. No, by the way it's been defined, it is not. It's not. But, but at, then, that, at that moment, but ask Calvin. Calvin Johnson started this. Yes. I mean, it, we've gone down a slippery slope to where we look at things yeah, in such different much. ways. But I will, I will stand by my belief 
that that team. Now we're looking at another one. This was the one from four years ago. This is Dez rookie year, right? When they were thirteen and three, they had the wild card by this, this is rookie Dax, year. Yeah, so this was six years. That ago. That was third and twenty. Aaron throws a tightrope, and a weird call on too many guys on the field yeah. on uh, Bryce. Butler, but I we're off the, we're off the, yeah, we're off the. No, what, what I'm oh, getting at as we take one, on the Packers, this is a team that, for whatever reasons, got the mojo on the Cowboys. It's going to take seven and a half points to make this feel like a fair fight because the Packers, for whatever re- reason, own the Cowboys and they own the Cowboys recently. It's not With like this Aaron Rodgers, th- yeah, not Jordan Love. I'm and just therein, being fair. No, you, and therein lies the rub. Right. Was it Aaron Rodgers or was it the offense? Was it the Packers or was it just Aaron? That uh, good question, Rob. That one right there, the Dax rookie year, was McCarthy still over there? No, yeah, he was still over. Oh there. no, he still was, a Green Bay. Yeah, Green not, Bay. he okay. wasn't a Cowboy. Okay, there. I got you. And there, well, the Cowboys are a seven and a half point favorite. I might like I like the Cowboys to win this game, man. I'm not going to yeah. call a blowout, Rob, but I'm going to call a game that never feels like it's. Never feels like the Packers have a real chance. I'm not gonna say they get blown out, but I was gonna. I just feel like it's gonna be 60 minutes of yeah. The Cowboys are in control. Yes, and the, Green Bay gonna score some points. They, sure. they they're not gonna be able to stop. But I, I I think of all of the wild card games, at least on the uh, on the NFC side, this is the prohibitive one. It's by far the biggest line, and most everybody is coming not okay, only in on that. the line, but that. but also on 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 them covering. So it looks like even the powers that be believe that the Cowboys are are going. To at least play like they're playing at home, and that that should be enough, you know. As, as we look there, but there is an added bit of spice to the What's to up? the to the to the recipe for the game. Dan Quinn now Dude. is not just a guy who's going to possibly interview for a couple of jobs that are, are open. Now the job is open. Now the job that we figured Dan Quinn would want all along, but you couldn't think he get. really is that the is that the sexiest. Well, I think it's built still in his image. I don't think, you know, that defense is still struggling to maintain what Dan Quinn put together. And I think, they, it's okay. easier for him to get where he wants to go because the kind of guys he likes are already there. I, I do feel as, um, I think the sexiest job is the Chargers. Now, I do think the Chargers will um, court Jim Harbaugh first. And then if they can't get Harbaugh, then it becomes a free-for-all. But if I'm Dan Quinn, if I'm Eric Bieniemy. Any of these guys that are up for the job, I think the the most coveted job because you got Bosa, because you got Khalil, Derwin James, Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Michael Williams will be back. It's the sexiest. Yeah. So if I'm Dan Quinn, but he's I'm a like, defensive hey, I, guy. No, but he has Khalil Mack. He has Joey Bosa. He has Derwin James. He has some pieces. Mm-hmm. On that side of the rock. I never thought of it like that, Rudy. I, and you're right. I probably should have. Because I just assume because the, of Herbert and all the those 6'5 That's wide receivers they've got. Job. And, and the, the, the speed and all the stuff that they've been able to well, do that. I'm going to get an offensive guy. But the fact is... If I can, if I go get a Quinn and focus on the defense, and quite frankly, I got Kellen Moore here, who's been the de facto offensive guy this year. Anyway, why would I hire an offensive yeah, guy? Yeah, and you know what? You coming off of a defensive guy? Oh, so are they? In, are they going to even entertain one Kellen Moore as a head coach, or two as making whoever comes in keep Kellen, or is Kellen out? What is Kellen Moore's status now that Staley's been fired? Are they even interviewing him as a? Because they didn't have a great offensive year under Kellen no, Moore. No, but they, I mean, Herbert was hurt. 
I don't. I don't. I'm not counting it against him, but I don't. I'm certainly not giving him a promotion. But they, are they going to pull a Jerry Jones and say, "You know how Jerry did yeah. with Kellen with Mike McCarthy? Like, hey, you can have this job, but you're inheriting Kellen Moore. Is that what they're going to do? Chargers complete no. head coach interview with Kellen Moore. So he did interview. I'm not sure I hire him yet. Not even as keeping him as OC, no matter who the coach is. Like, hey, you're inheriting Kellen Moore. They paid through the nose to get him. He got paid. So you got to. And he's under contract. Yeah. I think I. But you, I didn't realize. I hate forcing my coach. I, I don't. I don't like the idea of picking the staff for my. Like, if I'm picking you to run my three billion dollar organization, that means I think highly of you. But I don't think highly of you enough to pick your own coordinators. Uh, you know, I've taken jobs where they say, "I don't want you to do this," and you go, "Why can't I do that? I'm good at that." You know, and you go, well, I'll, I'll take the job, and I'm going to weasel my way into it. Well, they did let McCarthy hire Mike Nolan. Yeah, and so, that was a disaster. Yeah, <laughs> that, you know what? We forget about the utter collapse of the defense under a dude that I couldn't pick out of a crowd. That COVID year, I don't think it counts. But that was an yeah. utter failure. Jerry was like, ah, yeah, that was a failure. That never, coach. never had a chance to get right. off there. I, I do think the Chargers are the sexiest job out there. And I don't think Me that too. Dan Quinn is a sexy coach to take the sexy job. Well, I'm coming home. Might as well go to Seattle. Or, oh, no, he can't go to Atlanta. That's where he came. That's, yeah, where he got that's fired the one from. place we know that it ain't going <laughs> to happen. And, you, and you're pretty comfortable in the fact that Seattle ain't chasing a Belichick or something like that. I think they're going to chase. Ooh. They're going to have to go get a guy with a fair amount of energy to maintain that kind of locker room that, that Carroll has built up. They're, they're going to have to get a guy – who either has been coaching with him or has the same coaching style because you know what I want. You know what our motto is, Rob. Storylines over integrity. Send Dan Quinn to the commanders. Let him and Mike duke it out twice a year. Knowing each other like the back of their hands. For a storyline, I'd take Dan Quinn in Washington. That's why they went and got... Or be enemy. <laughs> that's why I believe Washington went and got the Golden State guy. To interview guys like that, right. to look at the game above and beyond just the football side of things and the personality side and what what creates winners. So while you joke about that, I think that would be a worthy get for that very reason. Heck, we got to play these guys twice a year. He knows Philly now. Yes. He knows the Giants. He knows the Cowboys. And he plays a style of, of defensive football that obviously the commanders are at least the, the, the previous group was chasing. I mean, attacking, win with defense and... And I have an offense that'll hold on for you, and that right. was at least Rivera's idea there for a bit. Although those those defensive linemen just didn't work out, they drafted for it. Mm-hmm. It just didn't go there. What is the biggest bro move you've seen time. in professional sports? I mean, a bro move like I'm going to look out for you. I'm going to do you a solid above and beyond the game. I th- I look at like the biggest bro move I ever saw was. Brett Farr falling down before Strahan got there to give him the sack. That's a bro move. That's a, here you go. You're going to get it anyway. Well, let's get it now. Get it out of the way. That, that was, I'm here to help. Whatever one it was, I think we finally found the bro move of all bro moves, and we got to discuss it, Rob. His name is Pat Riley. <laughs> and if you didn't respect him before, you will now. Wait till you hear what he did. For his head coach. We're looking around the NBA. Kawhi got paid. Spolster got paid. But it's the timing. 
that is so interesting on both of those. We're talking NBA. The fast break has begun. Get your eyes up. Get ready for that pass. The layup's coming. It's right around the corner. You're on R&R, and this is 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star.